This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash York. We got motherfucking John Joseph in the motherfucking house, yo. Thank you so much Way for coming, bro. Yo, thank you so much for coming we're out. We're in man. Queens right now. I joined the Navy over here, Main Street Flushing. Yeah? Yeah, we're in Queens right now. He's fucking about to run back, training for his, his Ironman that hopefully happens and shit. You guys already know the deal. So um, I'm going to just start it from the beginning. Uh, to anybody who doesn't know you, uh, you could tell the people a little bit about your upbringing. I know that around five years old, you were separated from your family. You had to go to... Seven years old. Seven years old. Seven, in 69, yeah. You had to go to the foster homes well, and shit. first orphanages and then a bunch of foster homes. And then we ended up at one foster home. My mm-hmm. dad uh, was a pro boxer. Very, you know, I actually trained on the Customato at, at uh, Gramercy Gym on 14th mm-hmm. Street, which before he moved up to the Catskills, that's where he was at, training Floyd Patterson and all the world championships. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, he wanted to be uh, a gangster more, you know, more than a fighter, so he started drinking and doing fucked up shit and took it out on my mom. So it got really bad, you know, my mom, like, I didn't even find out till I was 40 that he actually broke in after she left him and raped raped her and that's how I was conceived like just crazy you just start you know finding out crazy shit on top of what I already experienced myself in for bad foster homes and then uh that that house got shut down in 70 75, 74, and then we got bounced around to some more and ended up in uh, St. John's Home for Boys in 1976. Me and my older brother mm-hmm. and my younger brother kept going to foster homes in the five towns and Lawrence, Long Island, and whatever. But then that's when the whole craziness really started because uh, we was the only white boys besides this one crazy murderer dude, like that his father's mother's boyfriend set him on fire when he was a kid and he just would like snap, like everybody was scared of him. He looked like the thing, you know, like yeah, yeah. fucking. And that, fire. Was your, that was your foster brother? No, nah, that was, no, nah, that was this dude in the boys home. Okay. In St. John's, he was like 18 and, uh, they had like a lockup wing of St. John's too for like criminals and shit like that. So he was like constantly getting arrested and well, yeah, you know, just, and then just started going on to the streets, you know. From St. John's, when did you go to Spofford? That was a little bit after. Yeah, that was after two years on the streets in '78. Uh, I started going on the streets in '76 and catching cases, like selling to undercovers, and then you know. Instead of going to Spofford, St. John's took me back. They're like, you better, you know, while I'm waiting for court, they were like, if you get in trouble again, we're sending you to Spofford. So then I split, went out a few more months on the street. Then I got caught breaking into a supermarket, 
to get into the safe through the sky roof, cut the bars and shit, and we actually got set up. Uh, and then, like, they took me back again, and they were like, that's it. And uh, if you, it won't, this is the last time, so I, I had these two court cases coming, and I was pretty sure I was going to get sent upstate, so mm-hmm. I just split. And then I split uh, for good. January of 77, went on to the streets, lived in, uh, in a, like, this junkie's bungalow, like, trafficked heroin, came to Alphabet City, all that shit, and then uh, just, like, stayed out there for, till the fall of 78, and then I went, that's when I got popped for Angel Dust, and then I went to, then they were like, that's it, St. John's was like, and I got busted in Forest Park. So they sent me to Kew Garden, Central Booking. And uh, I basically, you know, could have ratted out who was manufacturing the dust. Yeah. But I don't do that. I'm not a snitch. So they was offering me like a year in Samaritan House as opposed to like possibly two to four years upstate. So I said, roll the dice. I don't, I'm not a rat. Like basically. So I've got three months in Spofford. I was in B3, which is an intermediate level. But back then, it was 21 and under. And I was the only white dude in there. So, like, I went in having a fight the first, you know. Yeah. I mean, the cops from Central yeah, Book were say, Irish, and they were like. They told you the last white dude who was in here, he yeah, died. Yeah, he got, got, got stabbed up, yeah. Two weeks, right? Uh, He was there a little before me, yeah. But it was like, you know, fucking. They're like the first person that steps to you in here you better fucking you better handle it so like that's you know and it was in the south bronx that was uh fucking you know where they sell all the fruits and shit like mm-hmm. that like uh what's that avenue what's that place up there it's Spofford avenue but uh and mike tyson went there too yeah mike and tyson he didn't have a good there. time either Nah, <laughs> you don't have a good... Well, see, Rikers Island, what I always tell people was that Rikers Island, it's like you're waiting there to go to court for people that can't afford bail, or you've already been sentenced, or you're waiting to get sentenced, and then you go upstate, you work your program and shit like that, right? There's none of that in Rikers. There's none of that in Spofford. So the last thing you want to do in Rikers is catch a case, because then you got to fucking... Wait more time to get to get up state. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Spofford, like we said, it was motherfuckers young, dumb, and full of cum. Everybody had a fucking chip on their shoulder. Everybody had something to prove. And I got locked up. You know, Roots was on TV and fucking, you know, the Nation of Islam, 5% of motherfuckers was in there. Like, it's a crazy time Calling period. white people devils and shit. Yeah. yeah, they just had taken over, like... The prison systems and shit like you that. Si- you sided with anybody or you mostly nah, stuck with yourself? I by my motherfucking yeah. self, man. I had a fight like the first night on the wing, man. I fucking put a chair over this dude's head. Broke wild, knocked this boy out. You know, I mean, that's, you know. And you're just alone, yo. That's it. I was the only white boy in the whole place. Crazy, And, man. Uh, yeah, it was fucking. But once they see, like, yo, I'll fight you to the death, then... And then I was good in sports, too. So I was playing mm. ball, handball, and shit like that was big. 
Were you, read, he, were you reading there yet or no? Huh? Were you reading books in there or no? Nah, man. Smoking fucking cigarettes and being a, being an asshole. <laughs> but like, it's they they tell you like even if you fucking get over these, the wall was like seventy five feet. Bob Wyatt, like, even if you make it over that wall, you're never going to make it out of this area alive. Like, it was... That's what the the guards tell you. That's what the cops told you. Really? The the COs there were like... You know, it was was lock-up, man. And then, you know, I went upstate after that, so... When you were living in the streets, I know you lived in... You lived in Alphabet City with the burnt-out buildings. Some... You'd wake up with a, a gang literally robbing you with a shotgun. Well, that was after... Uh, I got, I, that was there was shooting galleries, which was that's what they were known as. And you would, if you had to crash out or whatever, you would crash out there, or you would crash out in a building staircase, whatever the fuck. The shit in Alphabet City later was after I split from the military because I was trafficking drugs and I caught a case, and then they were like gonna fucking lock me my ass up. Uh, I came back down to Alphabet City, and I got in a fight, you know, living with the bad brains and shit. I wasn't living with them yet, but I was hanging out at 171, and I got in this fight with these gang members, and, uh, you know, fucked some of them up. I ended up getting stabbed, but they put a KOS on me, which is kill on sight, and then I couldn't even go down there. So I went down below Houston, because all the... Gang territories was chopped up, so like the Allen boys ran the shit below Houston, the yep, Hitman, yep. different gangs ran different areas of the Lower East Side. Yeah, you said about the F train on Eldridge and Houston, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, well, first and first is what, you know, that's where you, I used to get off the train there to cop the drugs. But yeah, I took tried to take over this apartment, cleaned it out, and then they came with a fucking shotgun and a pistol and just took that shit by force and like you're not gonna you know do no shit against the hip against the allen boys dude because they had a big shootout with the ghost shadows and these chinese gangs like everybody knew the deal like mm-hmm. there's a great book uh, by cochise and um and uh clayton patterson called gangs of the lower east side so, like, if you want to know some hit real history of all that shit, like, he came down and started taking pictures of them dudes and, like, you know, like in that movie Captured that Clayton did, too. So, it's a lot of history down there, so. What I can't even imagine, yo, is, like, you growing up in the Lower East Side at that period of time and now how it is now. You still live there. You've seen all the changes go down, like. Must be bugged out just seeing the buildings and reminiscing on things that you've seen at that at that exact place and how it is now and who lives there now. Yeah, I think you had a story actually. You were walk, w- walking with your dog and um, you were talking about the story of the projects right behind you in the. 70s oh yeah, that was the so. other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, at the projects down on Avenue D and all that. But yeah, I mean the other night, like you know, it was like two weeks ago. These fucking people had their dog off the leash. And I had just finished, like, a long run in Central Park, 10-mile run. I was in the shower. My girl's walking the dog. All of a sudden, the bell, get down here. These people had their dog off the leash. It attacked the dog, and then they all surrounded me because my dog's a 105-pound pit bull. He fucked their dog up. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, just put on some fucking gym shorts and, like, 
ran to the corner, no shirt, no shoes, nothing. Because, like, and their dog was there. This motherfucker starts coming out of his face to me. Like, yo, your dog's fucking too aggressive. I'm like, yo, your dog was off the fucking leash. You understand that? And then you're going to surround my girl? Like, who the fuck are you people? Like, I don't even know you. What fucking neighborhood do you come from? And then, like, they, like, start this one fucking jerk-off starts taking my picture. I was like, yo, take another picture. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to smash that camera over you. It's a whole different vibe now. Like, my friend who just did, like, 20 years in Sing Sing got out. He's like, yo, these motherfuckers all got thug mouths and 911 fingers because, you know, they're sitting there, all cops are bastards, abolish the police, and the minute you fuck them up, they're calling 911 on your yeah, ass. Yeah. So, you know, but it's just, it's a different time, man. People were much more respectful back then. Like, everybody respected each other. Like, even the old school gyms, man, and it was a lot of convicts and everything fucking working out there. I could leave my wallet there with fucking $500 in it and nobody would touch it. You go to any of these other gyms, you leave your fucking yoga mat laying there or your hand grips and somebody's going to steal that shit. It's a, different, it's a different vibe. It's a different culture. Like that old school New York shit is done. And... um you know, just the other, yeah, like the other day, I was reminiscing, man. I was walking my dog, you know, down in Alphabet City. I walk him across the bridge to the track and run him. And, you know, and then I was, like, walking back. And, like, the reason I even brought that shit up, I didn't want to, you know, put the dude on blast. But there was a motherfucker all, like, strung out on the bench over there. And I'm like, you know, that was, like, me back yeah. in the day. And I was like, wow, you know, times change, man, you know, so. Yeah, and you became homeless at 14? Was that it? Yeah, I was homeless at 14. Uh, Yeah, man, just bouncing the fuck around. Like, uh, for real homeless, don't imagine, you know. During that People say homeless and then they're sleeping in their friend's couch in their mansion. That's not (laughs) homeless. Mm -hmm. You couch surfer. A bourgeois couch surfer. My shit was homeless. Where motherfuckers would try to kill you on the streets. Like, that's how New York was. It was the murder capital of the world when you Fucking were Son of Sam, Blackout. Son of Sam, you had the Blackout. You had just murders out the fucking ass. The city was bankrupt. You know, it was... Uh, it was. And all this was before you adopting a plant-based diet. Oh, yeah. I didn't do that shit till the end of 80. When you met the bad brains. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I was still eating burgers and fucking mm. taking pills and doing whatever the fuck. You know, even in the Navy, I was I was crazy. They wasn't drug testing yet when I was in. Mm-hmm. I was fucking... I went to boot camp. When I got out of lockup, I caught another case. And then me and my brother went in on the buddy program. We joined over here, Main Street. The last stop on the 7 train used to be a recruiting station there. I don't know if it's still there. Okay. But we joined right there. My mother dated a a chief, this uh, recruiter. I mean, I went to... When we... We had to check into Fort Hamilton and catch a military hop to Great Lakes, a military flight. We fucking... My brother was like, yo... They sell dust like five blocks away from here. We went and fucking bought like five bags of dust 
and smoked fucking Zambola before we went to boot camp. So it was like, the Navy was just a party, man. And then I got down to Norfolk and like, you know, I was just fucking slinging pills, fucking smuggling on the ship, doing every drug under the sun, getting in fights. Like crate, just the navy is where you uh, be some dude with the with the paint can. Yeah, that was uh, that was after I got busted. They put me on restrictions, so they had to wait for the civilian court case to come up. So we were we were underway, and we were going in South America for shellback and all that, all the way down to Argentina to the tip of Argentina, like a long. Deployment, mm-hmm. and then um, this redneck just he, he, you know, he kept yeah, you know, the whole time. I had one year. I had like the first that whole first year wasn't even la- didn't even last a year, but we had uh, shore duty because our ship was finishing being built in the shipyard. Mm-hmm. So then uh, this fucking redneck was you know New York faggot mother like all this shit, and then I'm like. You know, most people join the military. Very few. There was people who like, okay, I want to join the military. I want to get to school. But then there's people who just don't know what to do with their life. Mm-hmm. And then there's motherfuckers like me who had no choice. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not here by my own choice. Yeah. Like, so I basically warned the dude like several times. And then... You know, you're getting underway, and uh, what they did to me was they uh, busted me down to E1. They took all my pay, right? So I wasn't getting paid. I was restricted to the ship, and they had me on work details nonstop. And everybody else is going off the ship in Puerto Rico and Bermuda and all this shit. And you're having to work in the hot motherfucking sun, doing 10-hour fucking... Shit over the side and the boats in the ladder, fucking like just crazy, nonstop. Yeah, and it just fucks with you mentally, and then you're not even getting them paid for it. Mm-hmm. They're taking all your money. So then he just popped off some shit on a day that I wasn't having it, and I just followed them into the paint locker, mm-hmm. dog down three of the latches, picked up a full can of paint, and started beating them with that shit. And then uh, that's really when the shit hit the fan. And um, I had gotten my wisdom teeth pulled. And they had to, like, stitch it up and everything. It was bad. So that shit got infected. They locked me up on the ship. But then they had to medevac me by helicopter back. I was on a CGN so they can land helos on the flight deck. Mm -hmm. So they had to medevac me back to fucking Roosevelt Roads. I was that bad. And then they forgot to put, you know, this guy's supposed to be handcuffed to the bed because there's no computers back then, none of that shit. So then they just cut me orders to go back to Norfolk, paid me, went back to Norfolk, was chilling another month or two, and then I got the word, yo, your ship's coming in. Like, because the master at arms called, like, telling the dude, we're coming to get this motherfucker, like... Mm-hmm. And then he tipped me off and I split and then went, stayed in Norfolk for like a couple, like a week and then went up to D.C. 
Henry Rollins and Ian let me crash at their place. Yeah. And then I caught a ride. The Undead played the 930 Club, and I saw they had New York license plates. I was like, yo, you going back to New York? They're like, yeah. So I caught a ride with them. Bobby Steele was in the original Misfits, the guitar player. Mm-hmm. So then, like, got out the fucking van, Avenue A, ran into fucking HR. The rest was history. And it was through, it was kind of through the Navy that the seeds of uh, veganism, a plant-based diet, got planted in you. Yeah, well, my first deployment was Jamaica. Yeah. Mm. Like, we went down there. And, like, back then in the Navy, they would show you, like, movies you know, like projector real oh, Like what's going on film. in that country. Right? Like this is what's going on. Yeah. This is what to watch out for. <laughs> yeah. And like if you, you know, use a condom <laughs> and this is the stuff you can see where we're going. And like yeah. under no circumstances, talk to these dudes. Yeah. And it was like rosters smoking weed. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then my man told me, yo, I've been there before. You can trade all kinds of shit for fucking like. With the rosters. Yeah, yeah, with for fucking pounds of lamb's bread. And then mm. they'll pack it into these statues for you and seal it up. So you could bring back fucking 10 pounds if you wanted to. <laughs> but I got off the ship. Uh-huh. And I never used to hang out with anybody on my ship. Mm. I would always go solo. And then I fucking met this, like, dread right in Montego Bay. No no hotels, no nothing. And and at that point, 1980, so then he just took me up into the hills. He was eating Ital and all that shit and, like, you know. Yeah. Kalalu. Kalalu, <laughs> beans, seaweed. But I was like, yo, what the fuck? He had yeah. this container of stuff, and he's eating it with chopsticks. I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? He's like, this is Aital, man, you know, telling me all this shit. I was like, he goes, try some. And I was like, that shit tasted like dirt. Mm -hmm. Brown rice, all this. And then. No uh, salt. No salt, no oil. oil. Yeah, and then I was like, not having it. Yeah. That was your first uh, exposure. Yeah, and then, you know, when I split and then started hanging with HR, you know, I started eating. at Angelica's and then uh, Vegetarian Paradise, which was only, there was only one of them. And it was below Canal, it was below Canal Street on Bowery. Mm-hmm. And like it was cold at that time. So the windows were all steamy. It was this little tiny place, man, maybe half the size of your apartment. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't even see in. And then me and him walk in, and it's all these fucking rosters with their kids and, like, sitting there. I was like, yo. (laughs) And then, like, they had spring rolls and wheat gluten and all that. I was like, yo, I like fucking fake meat and shit. I was like, I could eat this shit. And then, like, yeah, that was it. Then I got a job in a health food store. They're having you do the karma yoga? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That shit was funny. I was like, I had motherfuckers lined up down the block to get free shit. And then, uh, yeah, he was like, is anybody paying for that food? I was like, nah, that's that karma yoga you was telling me about. He's like, you're on salary as of right now. (laughs) You ever, like, relapsed or slipped up with the whole vegan diet when you first started? Not even when I was a crackhead, man. 
I mean, I lived two years as a monk, the Hare Krishna temple. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's when, like... You, you were know, a cook there, right? Yeah, a mm -hmm. cook and, and stuff like that. They use ghee. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, they don't use, like, commercial yeah. shit when I was there. They got it from farms and stuff. But if you're a monk, you're gonna, you got to eat what the fuck they you're give you. You're supposed to be a beggar. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to get your food from the bowl. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um... How was it coming out, like coming back to this society after like living through that? Well, I did some crazy shit in the in the in the movement too. Like you know, they, the people that were running the movement, mm. it was fucking insane what they had us doing and like hustling and like they were scamming a lot of money really? and like oh, I mean you know just crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, because when people and think then it, once yeah. I, I always had this attitude of. Uh, you know, the street hustler kind of person yeah. and, and, and competition, like to beat the next person. So then they they plotted people against each other, like to collect more money. So I was like coming up with all these, you know, this the wheelchair Santa Claus <laughs> shit, retarded wheelchair yeah. Santa and like Christmas time. And, you know, but I never kept yeah. a single penny or any of that money. Yeah, I yeah. turned it all in because, like, mm -hmm. they say, oh, yeah, it's going to feed the homeless and yeah. all this other stuff. And then, like, I started finding out the real deal, and that's when I was like, yo, I'm out. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of people that think of temples, they think of you meditate all day, you just sweep, you don't speak. Purity. Yeah, like purity. Morals. Nah, but it's anything but, you know, in, the, really? in this Kali Yuga, it's a lot of yeah. wolves in sheep's clothing, and they tend to coagulate around places where people are trying to do some serious work on themselves and then they take advantage of that Vampires. which to me is the mm. most fucked up because there's a lot of people who were at the end of their rope and like this was their last hope like they yeah. found something and then they get cheated out of that by these people that were posing themselves yeah. as like you almost gurus yeah. and fucking I can you know help you out and then mm. you find out the shit they're doing you almost lose hope in any good out there a lot of people committed suicide, fell into drugs, the whole nine, you know. How'd you get into the whole Krishna consciousness thing? Um, well, you know, I worked two ways. I worked at I worked at this health food store. The Bad Brains got me the job there. You talking about downtown? Yeah, it was Prana Foods at the end of 1980. Mm -hmm. Like maybe, yeah, like it was actually probably early, early 81. Yep. And uh, I've been out on the run already. Mm. Uh, you know, I have federal warrant because I'm AWOL. So, like, they're going to pay me off the books. So I got the job, and then the dude, I was already... So once I got that job, it was connected to Integral Yoga Institute, Swami Satchananda. So they allowed you to go to the institute on 13th Street on the west side and go to yoga classes for free and do uh, learn up in the kitchen how to cook Ayurvedic. And, and then any lectures they had yeah. of like Victorious Kovinskis or the people from Hippocrates or whoever, mm -hmm. you could attend all those for free. So I started really getting into philosophy. Plus, J.W. Lee, who produced the first Bad Brains record, was like, a raw foodist yeah. into philosophy, reading all these books. And he just, when I stayed at 171, he was just giving me the books like, yo, yeah, yeah. 
be here now or fucking Gurdjieff the way Krishnamurti all the, I just kept getting all these books yeah. and like I went to see all these guys speak you know like I was real I was just searching for some shit and then uh, when like, I got the job yeah. at the health food store um, they got me the job because the the drummer from the Dots which was this early punk rock band their singer Jimmy their singer Jimmy Quid produced the first Bad Brains single Pay to Come Stay Close to Me mm-hmm. right so they mm-hmm. had that connection and that's how Vinny knew the Bad Brains uh, cause Vinny was the drummer in the Dots now he's in the Unsane that band the Unsane or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck and uh so like yeah, we I was working in there, and then he starts like we started having philosophical discussions every day, and then he's like, you know, turns me on to Prabhupada's books, and I was like, yo, I kept trying to defeat it, like what, and he he had a rebuttal and an answer for everything. I'm like, yo, this is fucking deep, and I was like, yo, I want to go to that temple. So he took me to Seventh Avenue for the morning program. And, and, you know, like meditation and there's a ceremony and then they fed you like fruit and pancakes and all this shit. I was like, yo, this is like next level. Yeah. I can only imagine how you felt. After and everybody like your was so cool. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole thing. Everybody was so nice yeah. and welcoming, you yeah. know. It just, it wasn't religion. It's like, it, it, it's bhakti yoga. And the thing is, is like, when you're around those people, you're like, I want to be around these people more. Yeah, just like genuine connection. Yeah, man, genuine and I, like just the nicest people. And I grew up around fucking piece yeah. of shit humans and saw people get murdered in front of me and had motherfuckers try to kill me. And, you know, so it's like, you. this is like a whole different... Yeah. It's a whole different life. I was like... I mean, you still had to deal with shit, even though yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. I still had motherfuckers try to roll up on you on the streets, and I yeah. was really practicing a lot of martial arts at the time and fighting and like. You're boxing in the navy. Boxing in the navy, and then like you know, s- studied under this dude and that dude, and then um, in the temple, this guy, this black dude taught some martial arts, mm. and uh, yeah, so it was like. You still had to be out there, like, watching your fucking back. Like, but, you know, I just got into the chanting and getting up real early every day. And mm-hmm. and then I just was like, yo, let me go stay at a temple, you know. And I went to Puerto Rico, and the shit was weird. And then I saw that they had this boat in Hawaii, and I had, like, skills... You know, from being in the Navy, yeah. I knew navigation mm-hmm. and fucking all this shit, tying knots yeah, and deck, yeah. deck ape shit, uh-huh. rigging and all this yeah, shit. Yeah. So I was like, they needed somebody to be on the boat. I said, yo, let me come out there. And he's like, come on. So I went out there and spent a year there and then left and then a year in it back in New York. You often say that um, it all started with the change of food. When you change your food, you change your mindset, you change your consciousness. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was real violent because of shit that was done to me as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, the streets in New York, 
if a motherfucker that's bigger than you rolled up on you, then you picked up an equalizer. That's that's just the way shit was. If mm-hmm. I had to put a pipe, like, or a fucking bat, or stab <laughs> you, or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. to get you the fuck away from me, that's how that's how it was. You know, it's just nobody can comment and say whatever because until you walk a fucking mile in another motherfucking shoes, you can't say shit. So you don't know what it was like because people have no clue how violent it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you think, a lot of people think that shit is like, oh, you're exaggerating. Nah, motherfucker, like, it ain't no exaggeration. Yeah. So to always have to walk through life like that was, you know... It affects you. And then it was like I was dabbling back and forth with the food and then Bad Brains offered me this tour and then HR was like, don't eat no meat, none of this shit for this whole tour. Your whole con- your whole conscience is going to change Rasta. So then like fucking went down and did that tour and I, I, I stopped eating meat everything completely from then on yeah just my whole consciousness changed it was like you know and back then it wasn't like it is now I know you used to when you used to tour you used to bring the brown rice and beans yeah. and it's and not vegan like restaurants no happy cow jars of tahini yep. and like fucking you cook whatever the fuck you could get wherever you could get it you mm-hmm. know like, and then sometimes there would be people's cribs and, and houses and they would cook for us, you know, which was cool. But most of the time, we was roughing it out there, mm. you know. You hopefully go out, buy some vegetables and then somebody lets you cook the yacht. You cook everything in one pot. Mm. You know, I learned that from J-Dubs. You just put all the vegetables yeah, in you one put, pot? Yeah, you put the beans first because they take the longest. Then you put your rice on top of that and then you put your starchy root vegetables your potatoes and mm. sweet potatoes and then you know up to like the greens and mm. all that shit yeah. and everything cooks in one pot you fucking give it a big old stir you put seasoning or fucking tamari <laughs> tamari that's it I'm gonna try that and tahini <laughs> and tahini tamari and tahini tahini and tamari and then um, just divide it up. Yeah, and then <laughs> like so, so you just sick. fucking divide that shit up, and that's what we ate. There was no restaurants and vegan cheese, vegan Beyond vegan Burger. Meatballs and fucking <laughs> fuck out of here. That's we why people today, I'm yo, I'm like yo, it's a sport. It's never been easier to do this shit. You know, and uh, especially the ground meat, you could get the same. It's gonna t- it's gonna taste the same. No cholesterol. None of that. No animal suffering. You're not destroying the environment. It's when people are like, "Oh, but we're we're eating soy," and it's like most of the soy is fed to the animals. You know what I mean? Well, like it's, it's genetically modified soy. Just to be clear on that, eighty nine percent of that shit, yeah. what's grown and what they're destroying the rain. There's a new movie. Um, I think it's called Takeout or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just came out and it links all the fast food with. The um, like the processed foods. No, the fast food destroying the Amazon, oh, which is yeah. the lungs of the planet, yeah. and like all the soy they're growing down there. So they're like, yeah, well, it's to make your soy burgers. No, it ain't. 
No, it's the not. soy is genetically modified yeah. and it's going for animal feed. It's raise the cattle. And the yeah, cows so eat a lot like, more. The cows eat a lot more. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's never been easy, like I said. And, uh, you know, I stay away from all the GMO stuff. Yeah. I don't fuck with that because uh, it's not. Yeah. Definitely, you know, there's so much science to the glyphosate yeah. and the Roundup. Roundup ready corn, Roundup mm-hmm. ready soy, all this shit that they got out there, you know, Monsanto, and now they yeah. just sold to Bear. And their history, where they yeah, come from. Yeah, fucking is terrible, man. And look who owns a lot of that stock. <laughs> fucking Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Fucking, that shit's so fucked up for you. They're putting Epicite, which is a fucking genetic marker that destroys reproductive shit in men and women it's 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 a form of population control you know and the crazy thing is too is like people when you read the studies it's like oh it only kills um bacteria but it's like that's what our immune system is made out of our gut bacteria gut biome you know but the glyphosate if you just listen to zach bush any of the lectures he's given on the rich roll podcast about why everybody's getting stomach problems IBS, Crohn's, all this shit. Even the gluten allergies. Yeah, the gluten allergies, which I just finished. Uh, I'm just going through the edit now of this book. It's how to do the plant-based diet the right way. I, I can't say the name because motherfuckers would be like trademarking it, trying mm-hmm. to sell it to me like they did with meat is for pussies. But uh, uh, yeah, so um, I... I, I uh, I address the five big diets that are out there, you know, the fucking carnivore diet, yep, right. this, that, keto, the gluten-free, the, key, 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 the keto. And what Zach Bush, who's a doctor, has been studying this for decades, said is people don't have a gluten allergy. They have a glyphosate allergy because there's very few people who have celiac disease and mm-hmm. can't take gluten what it is is the farmers found out that if before they harvest their crops they soak the crops in glyphosate the plant thinks it's under attack and dying so it releases all its seeds so it creates less work for the farmers Mm. but you're now eating like a dead this is what they've been doing since the the 80 the late 80s they've been doing this practice and now, if you see, the more they've been doing this practice, you start getting the IBS, the Crohn's, the, you know, all these different stomach issues, bowel cancers, and all this shit. So if you just remove, you know, all of that shit from your diet, mm-hmm. it's going to go away. People have inflammation in their gut. That's the problem, and that's coming from the glyphosate Actually, I was riding like two weeks ago. I did this big training block, and I was riding out to swim, and I stopped in a deli in Broad Channel. This dude's like, saw me. I'm on my bike shit. He's like, dude, you saved my life. I was like, well, actually, you saved your life. I just put the info out there. He's like, yo, I listened to you, and then you told everybody to check out Zach Bush. I I had Crohn's like so fucking bad. I got off all that shit. I'm off the medication. You know, they don't want you to know this stuff because... It's a business. A a patient cured is a customer lost. The pharmaceutical companies 
is big business. They're in bed with the with the food industry, yeah. the all that. Yeah, you don't you you know you you have to, you know, pay attention to what's going on. It's not conspiracy theories. The only conspiracy is to make money. That's not a fucking conspiracy theory. That's a fact. Like, you know, the ties of these food companies are tied to the goddamn pharmaceutical companies. So they get you sick and then they swoop in and sell you the fucking pills. Yeah, we were just tr- we were just talking about it. To we- treat the shit that they caused in the first place. Yeah. And it's only treating the symptoms. Yeah, it's exactly. not a cure. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking putting a Band-Aid on a shotgun wound because those... <laughs> Pills are going to lead yeah. to side effects that you're going to need more pills for and more yeah. pills and more pills. And then people say a vegan diet's expensive, but they're paying for the pills. Yeah, you're paying yeah. for the fucking pills. And if you go on Forks Over Knives website, they tell you how to do for $10 a day, eat a plant-based diet. You know, people want to go pay $10 for a fucking impossible burger yeah. in the supermarket Make your own motherfucking burgers. That's what I do in this book, too, is I show you how to do the shit on the cheap. Yeah. If you're going to go buy all this expensive shit and coconut yogurt that costs $4, of course you can't eat on a, you know, a plant-based diet on a, on a fucking any kind of moderate budget. But mm-hmm. if you do the shit the right way and make everything yourself, like I did this episode on The Hard Truth and I made... I made my own burgers, mm-hmm. and I think it cost me $11 for the ingredients, and yeah. I had, like, fucking a dozen burgers, so it was less than a dollar a burger. Mm. Yeah, you were ta- All organic. You were talking about how you, you'd rather take the time and cook your food than, like, take the time later and stand online for pills. Either way, you're going to, and, and not just pills, but sickness, the quality of mm. your life decreases, the, f- the fucking procedures that you're constantly having to go to doctors to have done to you. And for what? And then the recovery from that. You're out of work. Look, look at it. See, people are... Listen, and I said this in my, in my new book that's coming out. There's the information super fucking highway. We didn't have that shit when I was doing this shit. We had word of mouth. We had to read books. We had to hear lectures. We had to fucking... We had to want to know it. Now it's in your motherfucking face. And if, if you don't go down the rabbit hole and do some research, then it's on you. Because mm-hmm. the information is there. The documentaries are there. We didn't have yeah. fucking forks over knives and what the health mm. and the game changers. Yeah. Cowspiracy. Cowspiracy, which I just did a movie with Kip Anderson who did What the Health and Cowspiracy. Mm. But, like, we didn't have any of that shit. We used our body as a laboratory, and I was like, all right, I'm going to do all this crazy fucking exercise and workouts. And I was a bike messenger after the health food store shit when I left the temple and came back on the scene in, like, 84, beginning of 84, moved back into the squats, and we we restarted up the Cro-Mags, and... um, I was bike messaging because that was a job you didn't have to use your ID mm, or yeah. your social security number because that's how they catch you. Yeah, and you yeah. pay cash, right? Yeah. yeah, they give you a check cashing card. Yeah. So you could say I'm fucking John Bartholomew, Bartholomew Smith yeah. <laughs> on a check cashing card, take it to their bank, and their bank gives you the fucking money mm. with the check and the check cashing card. So I was biking... For fucking six, seven hours a day. 
than going and doing martial arts or working out or playing ball in Tompkins Square Park for two hours mm. and doing calisthenics and push-ups and everything on a plant-based motherfucking diet. Yeah. So the proof is fucking the proof out there. is there, it's man. Right there, yeah. These athletes now are doing amazing stuff, yeah. you know. I like, heard a lot of runners are incorporating plant-based diets in the Ironmans now because yeah. they're realizing that they're getting better times. Well, you know, yeah, and, and it's less inflammation yep. and, like, yeah. listen, skinny does not mean healthy. Yeah. Did we? I just had a skinny Brazilian elite athlete die of a fucking heart attack on the swim in the last Ironman that I just did in Cozumel in November. Of in, fuck, he was in the water? He was in the motherfucking water and had a heart attack and died. Because it don't matter if you're skinny or fat. The fucking plaque is, is blocking your fucking... Uh, uh, is blocking your, your, arteries, your arteries yeah. and everything. And it's going to be a matter of time whether you're fucking an Ironman or a fucking couch potato... That is going to catch up with you because animal plaque does not, you know, the only thing that reverses, the only thing that causes that is animal protein. And the only thing that reverses heart disease completely 100% is a plant-based whole food diet. Yep. And sorry, COVID, but the number one killer in America still to this day is heart disease. Number two is cancer, right? Yep. Diabetes. Number three is diabetes. All diet. So, like, there you go. Boom, 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 boom. Diet. Diet and lifestyle, too. Mm -hmm. You know, smoking, drinking, doing this, doing that, sitting on your ass. It's like the, 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 phys the food you're eating and also the mind food you're eating yeah. is just destroying your, poison. your body and your mind. They yeah, like, I just, what I, t I told people during this whole shit, you know, during this COVID shit, I was like, listen, man. If you don't get your shit done during this, you didn't have a lack of time. You had a lack of discipline. Priorities. And if you're sitting yeah. in there watching the motherfucking TV nonstop, every fucking thing is COVID, COVID. Yeah. It, it's, it's, in, it's, it's stressing you out. It's Fear increasing the, yeah. the, yeah. Hypnotism. the fucking stress yeah. hormone cortisol is raging in your body. Mm -hmm. You're eating shitty food, so that's also causing cortisol. And you're not exercising. So... Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster. You could tell somebody that keeps watching the news just by the words they say about all this shit going on right now. It's fucking programming you, man. It's programming you. It's programming you. Fuck that shit. Never once did any of those motherfuckers come on there and talk about your immune system. It's like it doesn't exist. And Never. then if you say you're strengthening your immune system, yeah. like. Motherfuckers is like, oh, that's some conspiracy. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's a conspiracy <laughs> yeah, theory. Yeah. Oh, okay, you fucking mama Luke. Sure, <laughs> tell me about it. Go drink another fucking Pepsi and eat a Big Mac, motherfucker. Yo, it all circles back to the business, man. The whole pharmaceutical. It's money, Because the media is doing a good job to brainwash people. That's their job, but they're doing it. They're doing it. And if you fall for that shit, then it's on you. Mm -hmm. I don't even pay attention to none of that shit. And as a matter of fact, my girl left. Right when the shit hit in March and went up to her mom's for like mm. a month and a half, took the dog, didn't watch no news, came back. We just, she just watched the news for the first time like maybe two weeks, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. She's like, it's the same motherfucking story that they was telling yeah. months ago. Yeah. You look at the numbers, that shit is all faulty anyway. They're not. They just busted a lab in Florida that were fucking saying that it was 100% positive cases. It was only 10%. It's fucking money, man. They're getting money. The hospitals are getting money. 
They're telling you the hospitals are being overrun. You know, this all bullshit, dude. It's not. Yeah, how many videos were out there? With I people, filmed this shit. Yo, I emergency filmed rooms it. empty. They, they like, fucking took down. I got into them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I filmed all over the fucking city, dude. And they fucking... I posted that shit and they took every one of them fucking videos wow. down. That really? I yeah, they have some shit now. They sense, they uh, filter the anything you post with COVID. They take it down because it's like false. or some shit like that. Yeah. I tried to just post that MSNBC thing that came out today on Bill Gates. That he was saying, I don't have no relationship with fucking Jeffrey Epstein. Meanwhile... That motherfucker was going all over the place, giving Jeffrey, donating money to a foundation and all kinds of fucking riding on his plane and doing all kinds of shit. And I tried to post that shit to Instagram. It wouldn't let me post. It wouldn't let me repost the video. That just came out recently. They started like filtering. Zuckerberg and all of them, dude. They're all involved in brainwashing (laughs) the fucking masses. And the real story is the pedophilia fucking rings that's that's going on. Insane. I I mean, I got I got skin in the game, man. My this woman I know is two daughters. Got groomed by that fucking chick. Uh, what's her name? Maxwell. Really? That's fucking locked up right now. And ended up on the island and disappeared for six fucking years. There's a picture what? of one of them. Yo. They brought her over to fucking England to hang out with Jeffrey Epstein and Prince Andrew. 16-year-old fucking girl. She was on the cover of the fucking uh, the UK Sun or Mirror, whatever the fuck that paper was. So, like... And these were kids I knew. I watched them grow up when we opened up the Hare Krishna temple. They were like, the mother was an old Hare Krishna lady who like, and that's what they did. They always, they always went for broken families who were having financial difficulties. And she was, she uh, made jewelry and sold it on the street in Soho, her her own jewelry. And she's putting her kids through ballet school. They were very talented, very beautiful girls, and they sent that Giselle, whatever the fuck, Maxwell in there, and some other women. They're like, we can give your kids free tuition. Wow. They're going to be on this private island university with the brightest shit. minds in the world fighting global warming. Like They that knew to like say every motherfucking movie. thing to get this mother to believe them, and... It was women chaperones and the whole fucking shit. There's no... All of this. That's fucking horrible. And then they went down there and guess what? Them them kids disappeared for six years and I watched that mother have a nervous breakdown. My kids hate me. I don't know why they won't... They won't even talk to me now. I have no contact with them. So this is what the fuck was going on. And the real shit and the real story that nobody wants to talk about is these elite pedophile rings that exist and this child sex trafficking that's going on. Dude, so many celebrities, so many people, like, They're kids idolize. They're fucking down with it, man. They're all down with it. Rappers, TV, yo, politicians, businessmen. All these people are pretty faces. Yo. yo, this shit is crazy. When you start paying attention and watching the whole shit, then you see there's a whole secret language of this shit. All of this stuff, man. And it's some sickness. And this shit's been going on for thousands of years. Yeah. This, yeah. what they do to children. And these motherfuckers is just continuing in, in these satanic rituals that they do yeah. and just all kinds of shit. And it's so bizarre 
that if you talk to people about it, what's no. the first thing they say? <laughs> oh, that's a conspiracy yeah, theory. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, everything in life ain't a goddamn conspiracy theory. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I wanted to ask you something um, before you came on. I was thinking about this today. How do you think there's still hope for humanity? Do you ever think that Absolutely. The, the veil of illusion will ever be lifted? Yeah, uh, you know. Um, or is it heading the other way? Nah, man. It, you know, it, it may take, it's always darkest before, before the dawn. dawn. Yeah. It may take, you know, uh, uh, how old are you? 23, man. 23. So 20 years ago yeah. when 9-11 happened or whatever the fuck, how many years ago mm-hmm. was that? Nine. Uh, I don't know. It was uh, 2001, 19 years. years. He was four years, years, years old. Yeah. All right. I, I'll tell you because I was in New York. I watched the whole shit happen. I lost friends in those buildings who were firemen and cops. And people got real motherfucking spiritual really? right after that. People got real spiritual. The yoga places, the temples, the churches, the mosques, everything Why started. Do you think that is? Because when a catastrophe happens, There's man, unity. people, United, people, right? people start looking spiritually, yeah. like yo, yeah. and that shit lasted for about two weeks, and then they were like, <laughs> "Fuck you, get the fuck out of my way, you asshole, motherfucker." But you know, I was there. I I saw. So it may be some great catastrophe, but hopefully, you know, at this point. With the control of information yeah. that's going on, yeah. and I feel like people just got their yeah. head up their ass, man. Yeah. They gotta wake the fuck up, and well, like the you know, it, 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 you know, my teacher Prabhupada said, as long as people are in the bodily concept of life, and that's what people don't understand, they're looking at I'm black, I'm white, yeah. I'm this, I'm that. You're they, none of that. Yeah. You're actually if they everybody want us to think that they if want us every to feel yeah, that's the separation. That's yeah. how they keep continuously. Divide and conquer. But I'm going to tell you, when I lived in the temple as a monk, everybody practiced the philosophy and tried to live according to a humbramasmi that I'm not the material body, I'm a spirit soul. Mm. So you don't see... I never saw the bad brains as black. I never saw other devotees as Indian or this or that or black or whatever. There wasn't one single racial incident in the temple. So Prabhupada said, if you could do away with the bodily concept of life, right? Be- oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm American and you're Iraq. Yeah. Fuck you. I hate yeah. you. On the off chance you were born in that country. Yeah. Like- <laughs> it's ridiculous. And yeah. then also the slaughterhouses because it's collective karma. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. murdering billions of animals every yeah. day across yeah. this fucking planet. And then you think there's going to be peace on the planet? Yeah, people think, oh, it was a quick death. But these animals suffer for months. And that yeah, energy oh, transfers fuck. into you. A hundred percent, man. And that's the one thing I knew. You know, because now they're all into this adrenochrome and all this shit. With the, with the children. What they do with these kids. Yeah. And like, you know, it's crazy. But... When you kill an animal, it's the same shit. Same it's excreting oh. fucking adrenaline and all. It knows it's going to die, game, man. Yeah, it's yeah. fighting to fucking... It's fighting to live. Mm-hmm. Try to kill my dog and watch what it does, man. This is a living entity. They just want you to think it's like a machine. Yeah, yeah. Go to the fucking slaughterhouse and see the process. That's why Linda McCartney said if their slaughterhouses had glass walls, nobody would eat meat. Very few, unless you're a sick motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. But, like, 
as long as you're doing that and then you're expecting there to be peace on the planet, there's collective karma. It's collective karma. Fucking yeah. dude, the, the science is there, man. You have to, you know, we rejected all of that. All that fucking Babylon doctrine, man. Like, yeah. we had some of the greatest revolutionaries around us, the yeah. bad brains, all these fucking gurus and yogis and fucking punk rockers and revolutionaries and like we used to sit around for hours on end talking philosophy dude who the fuck does that now <laughs> now you just want to like pop shit on instagram about some shit like a gossip says some shit, and gossip really. and it's yeah. fucking it's a mindless, mindless fucking mind, society yeah. materialistic and that's why i try to use my social media platforms to spread information do it with a little bit of fucking humor humor yeah, or whatever yeah. the fuck but you always get the jabronis coming on there. Uh, what are the homeless going to eat? The fluoride stairs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, the fluoride stairs is right. <laughs> fucking, you yeah, know. It's like, it's like you said in the song, uh, see these wars happen and then you're asking why. But just stop by a slaughterhouse hear and the hear animals the animals cry. cry. Yep. That's, don't do one to others. But it takes it back to the, the whole Krishna consciousness thing about the Kali Yuga where we're at the age where yeah. humanity is far from the, final the source. Yeah. yeah, but nah, within the Kali Yuga, there's a golden period of 10,000 yeah. years. And we've entered 500 years ago. We started the, 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 the enlightenment period yeah. within the Kali Yuga. That's so for the yeah, just yeah, goosebumps. yeah there's, there's, <laughs> it's been referred to as the age of Aquarius and like yeah. all of these signs are there that humanity's waking the fuck up. Yep. I'm going to tell you because I've been in the fucking trenches of this shit 40 years now. I've never seen a global awareness fucking wow. movement like what I'm That's seeing amazing, right man. now. That's the hope. The hope is yeah. in you yes. young people to get out there and spread the fucking Genuine information love, and yeah. the knowledge to the rest that don't necessarily have access to it or you know can, i mean the information's out there you just got you just got to put it out there but we're in a we're in a, an age of enlightenment right now believe it or not for the next mm. 9500 years in the kali yuga this is going to be the the golden period of awareness people are waking yeah. up I, I listen. These evil motherfuckers are not gonna. And trust me, they are evil. When you want to go around the world and do all shit to kids yeah. and test on them and cripple them and murder them and bomb fucking children in the Middle East and do all this yeah. shit and kill. This is demoniac activities, man. This is why they're pushing these agendas at an accelerating speed right now because because like they said, know, dude. They know motherfuckers up, is waking up. The frequencies are changing the on this earth, The frequencies, the vibrations are fucking changing. People are like, more yeah. people are getting off the meat mm -hmm. and all this yeah. shit that's, that's going why they, on. That's why they're pushing like, all this shit so fast. This came out like out of nowhere, man. Dude. All this virus shit is bullshit, man. Look at the shit, dude. Right after Jeffrey Epstein got fucking whacked and the investigations were coming and all of this shit here come the motherfucking virus here come this here come that see that's what it, that's what a magician does all a magician does is say watch what's in my right hand because what's really going on is in the left hand. And I'm not saying I'm not one of these whack jobs that is like oh this COVID shit ain't real oh no it's real it's real. And if you have pre-existing conditions, 
which most of it is caused by your diet and lifestyle, or you're elderly, then it's very, very, it could be deadly. As a matter of fact, 40% of all the deaths in New York were caused by Governor Cuomo telling nursing homes to take COVID patients or they're going to lose their funding. So he ordered them to take COVID patients, and that's where 40% of all deaths in New York State came from the nursing homes. Does he take responsibility for that? Of course not. So you always have to read in between the lines, but people are waking the fuck up. And uh, you have to be able to disseminate through the bullshit because there's a lot of wackadoo motherfuckers that's yeah. talking shit too yeah. that, you know, I don't agree with everything that's out there, but um, a lot of it, but there's a lot of truth that's out there as well. And when you start... Following the money is all you got to do. And for some people, it ain't even about money. It's the intoxication of power to be able... You could have billions of dollars, yeah, and they are. That shit gets old, yeah. Prabhupada said there's 10 Rakshasha families. Rakshasha means very demoniac families that are running this planet. Yeah. And they have been for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? You know some of the names. Mm-hmm. And it's like... They're getting exposed, man, for the first fucking time. People are finding out about them. And uh, there are a lot, they're, they're, there's a certain group of people that they're eugenicists. They believe only a certain amount, certain people should be able to breed on the planet. There should be this amount of people. And, yeah. It's just you power. Know, just power. It's just power, dude. That's a, it, the power is intoxicating. You could have billions of dollars. We're. Where are you gonna spend? Where are you gonna spend fifty billion dollars in your lifetime? No. On what? And these are the Not people. Even on what? But you yeah. know what the intoxicating thing is? I control everybody. Yeah. And not only that, they the control the social media. The power is intoxicating. Yeah. You know what? You know what's crazy to me? Thinking about all of this stuff and the powers that be, and you sitting here in front of me in the Krishna consciousness, the whole hardcore punk, Chromax, bad brains. I'm just, I keep thinking while you're talking about uh, FVK and the lyrics is the, the bourgeoisie, bourgeoisie better, watch out, better watch out for me all throughout the so-called yep. nation. We don't want your filthy wars. We don't need your innocent bloodshed. We, we just, just want to end, end your world. world. Yeah. Dude, and it's just like goosebumps right there. like a That's motherfucker. That's it right there, yeah. I was there when the motherfuckers recorded that shit through the whole shit. That dude, innocent bloodshed, filthy anybody money. Could, anybody could say whatever they fucking want about HR. That dude is a sadhu, man. And the lyrics that that motherfucker was putting out there, unfucking believable, man. Unbelievable. Fucking so ahead of his time. And the powers that be can use people as transparent via mediums to spread knowledge. It's been happening. Look at Bob Marley. Fucking dude, bringing people together. Mm-hmm. There's those people that could do that. And uh, you said sadhu. Yeah, sadhu Explain means a sadhu. Is. So a sadhu is uh, like a holy person, you mm-hmm. know. And and I, I was there. I witnessed firsthand how them dudes, especially HR, because that was like my big brother that fucking schooled me on all the shit. We were inseparable during those times, and he led this fucking righteous life of like eating good and had a wife 
Spreading positivity. Spreading positivity. Revolutionary. Good, you know, eating right. Teaching the youth. Like, it's amazing, man, to be there and see that. Fucking never going to be anybody like them again, man. Even just the energy watching the YouTube sets from CBGB's. And all that is his energy is just radiating. Just watch that first video when they first ever played LA or played the loft in Berlin or any of that shit. And like, you know, I was locked up when they played CB's Christmas '79. Got out right after that, but then I saw them a few months later in Norfolk, Virginia, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It, it just, that's what they did to people. They would just affected you, man. Sound vibration is the most powerful force in this world, man. Like whether it's mantras or music mm-hmm. or spoken knowledge, yeah. you know. Like and that's something they can never take away, man. That's why, you know, look what they're trying to do. Look at all the separation like over politics I'm for Trump yeah, I'm yeah, for yeah. this it's I'm ridiculous. for that It's fucking it's dude It's all yeah. fucking Entertainment It's yeah. like the WWF man It's fucking They're They're all fucking in on it man And we're the fucking suckers in the audience no, 100%. Paying for it there's, mm-hmm. there's no borders There's no president It's all a joke dude, man. They're it's all fucking, in bed together It's all bullshit They have an agenda Don't think they don't Obama was just as grimy as any motherfucker ever, and he got a pass on all his shit. And he's like, everyone's like, my president. You want me to fucking list the pages of shit that that motherfucker did? Yeah. Like, come on, man. And I, you know, I, I, I ripped fucking Obama, Clinton, Bush, and Trump a new fucking asshole. Like, I don't submit to any of those... Somebody said to me the other day, oh, you're starting to sound like a fucking right-wing Trump supporter. Make America great. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, motherfucker? Like, who the fuck are you? You fucking, you come home, eat McDonald's and go on your computer and you fucking going to talk shit to me? Like, you don't fucking know shit, dude. You fucking suck fucking, you fuck, (laughs) you suck CNN's dick, motherfucker. Shut up. Yeah. Fox is just as it's it's, it's all, all the like, same shit. You can watch the same story. They say the same dialogue. Yeah. Motherfucking channels and it's like holy shit, how are they talking about the same thing? Same thing. script. They, you seen those videos where they put they sync them together. It's creepy. I they, saw they got it. the fucking I posted voices. It. Yeah. I posted it. Yo. Everything's scripted. You think those motherfuckers on TV could say whatever the fuck they want? Absolutely Hell not. no. Okay, and let me tell you something. I tried to get a cooking show and all this shit, and I had the producers of Chopped Everything with fucking the top agents in the business trying to walk me in to everywhere to get this TV show, cooking show. Mm-hmm. And it always came back to one thing. Can we have meat and all this shit? On? I said, hell no. But check this out. You know what the annual budget of McDonald's advertising is? $2 billion. And it's aimed at kids and KFC and Burger King and Pizza Hut. You think they want a motherfucker like me going on there and talking against the motherfuckers that's keeping their lights on? Not going to happen, dude. That's why I was like, DIY, I'll do a fucking YouTube channel, man. And and start building it up. The hard truth. And and that's what it is. It's the hard fucking truth. Because I ain't no fucking sellout. I never been. I never been in the music. 
I never been in in any anything. I could have sold the fuck out and and done whatever with this TV shit. I was like, fuck you. I'm not. It goes against everything that I stand for. I'm, and and then the doors started getting slammed in my face. Even my books, my cookbook now, because I wrote meters right. for pussies. Yeah. All the fucking feminist vegan chicks came out against me. Had me taken out of the, all the documentaries. The guy was had a Lululemon campaign. They filmed me for thirteen motherfucking hours for the Game Changers train training. Mm-hmm. And I know why I got taken out of that shit. Cause I'm blackballed, and that just shows you how full of shit most of these vegans are. Because all they care about is followers, and they don't want to ruffle no feathers, yeah. and like. It's bullshit. It's not genuine. They're not fucking genuine at all. And they all cut me off. They won't have me on their podcast. Like, fuck the fuck all of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna fucking that's what I've been doing. And that's why, you know, e- even being on Joe Rogan, he's like, this I don't even call myself a vegan, but he's like, yo, you like you ain't like none of them motherfuckers, yeah. man. Since you're more of a bhakti yoga practitioner, if anything. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's about. You don't I like just choose not to, you know. Yeah, what do you when think I about go that? back to the yeah. spiritual world and milk is flowing and fucking it's all this shit and sarabi cows and fucking, I'll be there eating milk fucking milk duds with Krishna. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna eat that shit down here. Yeah. But it's a whole different ball game. Like, you know, I don't need to eat dairy and all this shit and support these industries. If you support dairy, you support veal. You, 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 you eat eggs, you support fucking baby chicken, male chickens getting ground up. Like, I don't fuck with none of that. What do you think about the stereotype, the whole vegan thing nowadays? Because people Frail, think it's like some skinny. like soft, yuppie trend, yep. you know? Like, what do you think about that shit? I mean, clearly, just watch Games Changers. Yeah. Sorry. And all uh, that's all bullshit. I'm 58 yeah. motherfucking yeah. years old. I'll go toe-to-toe with any young buck. <laughs> I told her, even this other motherfucker that does the whole carnivore diet. No, we're good. We're good. You know, you can see that the motherfucker's head is like the size of a softball, and his fucking arms are like... Yeah, no it's like, how much shit. HGH yeah. are you on, dude? Yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. And then you're talking all this shit. You're a disrespectful motherfucker. I say, bro, I'll tell you what. We won't even do a fucking whole Iron Man. We'll do a half Iron Man. And then we'll fucking, we'll row, we'll lift weights. And then we'll get in the ring and we'll see who's fucking standing after fucking 12 hours or 14 hours of fucking training. So, like, put your money where your mouth is, you know what I mean? I'm sure there's some badass motherfuckers that could whip my ass, yeah. too, if I challenged them to that. But they're not running their mouth and being yeah. disrespectful motherfuckers, yeah. you know? Yeah, man. And uh, so the whole shit about, you know, the strongest animals on Earth get their fucking protein from yeah. plants. Like, Gorillas, yeah, elephants, you know, the list goes on. It's like... I already worked out two hours. I'm about to run 11 to go back to the city. And, like, I'm biking out to the Hamptons Friday, 120 miles. How long have you been doing this? How long have you not touched a piece of meat? Since uh, the beginning of 81. 39 going on 40 fucking years, dude. That's insane. You know? 
And compare you to other people your age, and you're just yeah, man, motherfucker. <laughs> like this dude, I th- I was like, how old are you? Like sixty five. He's like sixty five. I'm fifty one. I'm like, yeah, damn, motherfucker. What have you been doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I don't say that, but you know. Yeah, of course. I don't have to. Other people say it. Look at my brother. Hundred percent. Look at my brother E. A Eugenio E McGowan. I'm fucking yeah, yeah. He's fucking. He had all kinds of heart issues. First, my mom went plant-based. I got him to go plant-based. Reversed all his shit. The motherfucker's turning 59 in a couple of couple of days, and the motherfucker looks like he's like 40. Working out, dropped all the weight, reversed yeah. all the heart. And you know what? The VA kept giving him pills and pills yeah. and pills for this and that. And then he had a mini heart. He had another heart, like heart thing, and they had to take him in the ambulance. He's like, yo, I want to be here for my son. I got to do this shit now. So he got off all that shit. He went plant-based, and he went back and got tested at the VA. And you know what they said to him? Oh, I see the medication's working. He's like, yo, (laughs) I threw all those meds in the garbage. This is me three months on a plant-based diet. Mm, And they were like, really? Yeah. Not even a second. Yeah, they can't say nothing. They can't say shit. Now you figure, holy shit. Like and this is the this is the rule rather than the exception. Mm-hmm. If you watch Forks Over Knives or or any of these movies, uh, what the hell for any of these movies? That's what always people, happens. It's the same shit. Yeah, same yeah. results. Result Even. after result after result. So why don't you take to the shit? What the fuck is stopping you? Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, yesterday I got a call. Uh, I found out that my grandma. She was on uh, high blood pressure pills and a bunch of other pills. She had one, you know, the little box Monday, Tuesday, Yeah, Wednesday. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I made her go plant-based, and she got off all of them. Like, as of yesterday, yeah. she doesn't take How any How old's your anymore. grandmother? Like, 80? Yeah, see, like that's that. when my mom's, like, pushing. Fuck, she just turned 79 or whatever the fuck. She had me. I'm 58. She had me when she was 19. So, do the math. I don't know what the fuck that is. But, yeah, she's, like, pushing 80. And fucking went plant-based, yeah. organic. And she had quadruple bypass surgery. And two days after quadruple bypass surgery, they brought her a hamburger and french fries into the fuck. And I'm, and I'm in the room, and I'm like, <laughs> I could yo, what the it. fuck is this? <laughs> and the dietician's like, oh, this is, this is her meal. I said, nah. I said, you guys got some fucking racket going, man. You getting her ready for the next fucking bypass surgery. I would love to see that. I threw that shit in the fucking garbage. And here's the thing. People are like, well, my doctor says this. I said, well, let me explain something to you. To become a doctor, all you get is two hours of nutritional training. In the whole eight years it takes to become a practicing doctor. And the other thing I say to them, tell that motherfucker to write down everything he ate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the last week. Mm-hmm. How is this motherfucker going to give you any kind of information when he don't even know what the fuck he's doing himself? Yep. And he's eating shit. Yep. Look at the motherfuckers coming yeah. out of the hospital, the nurses. Yeah. You know why all the nurses got sick? All them nurses is overweight and got diabetes and heart disease and hypertension. They're on meds themselves. So let's look to the motherfuckers like Dr. Campbell, Dr. Esselstyn. Joel Kahn. Yeah, Joel Kahn. Who, by the way, now the doctors that ain't selling out to Big Pharma, because there's a whole lot of them that I just fucking flipped the bird to 
that will not go on and say anything about the immune system and they're like oh we can't wait for the covid vaccine and bill gates is a good person and and then they fucking even teamed up to get fucking uh dr bush's page pulled off because he said that when they started predicting 30 million deaths in the united states he said it's not going to be anywhere near that like this is not what they're saying and they fucking came out all against him they just came out against joel khan they just came out against against dr gregor on the rich roll podcast because he talked about building your immune system and that the masks how the fuck is a mask going to protect you? These germs are like this one ten thousandth of a fucking pinhead. Yeah, through your eyes, your <laughs> it's ears, like, everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And the whole, the whole narrative keeps changing. Wear the mask. Don't wear don't the wear mask. mask yeah. Gloves, no gloves. Gloves, yeah. no gloves. <laughs> Clean the surfaces. Oh, the sur- it doesn't live on the surfaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the air. Yeah, now people it's that are home. It's coming out your ass. Yeah. <laughs> like it's in the water. Yeah, yeah. Wear a mask in the water. <laughs> I can't believe they went against Dude, Dr. they'll drive Gregor. you fucking crazy if you pay attention yeah. to that shit. It's my And then poison. they all came out against Rich Roll and Doctor. I can't believe you're you you would put out this misinformation. Rah! Yo, these like, are just soldiers. It goes all links back to those families, man. All to that social media, all to that dude, CNN. It's all linked to that shit. Yo, away 95% from enlightenment. Of all media is controlled by four fucking companies, man, and then the sub companies of that. So how is it? It's a fucking monopoly on information, and it's all to fucking just turn. You you know what did George Collins said? They don't want you healthy, and they don't want you sick, completely sick and dying and dead. They want you just healthy enough to run the machines. Mm. Yeah. And that's what they want. George Carlin would say something like that too. Just pushing. That is George Carlin, motherfucker. Just healthy enough to push the buttons. Yeah. Yeah. The money is not in the cure. The money is in just fucking, you know, the symptoms. Like, hey, all right, let me give you something for your symptoms. And I've seen it. You know, I, I've been doing this shit a long time, man. Like, you know, even when we recorded a record, this dude who owned the studio couldn't even take a shit unless he used an enema, a fleet enema. So I nicknamed him the Admiral of, you know, of the fleet. And one morning I walked in and the dude, he's a big fat dude, bent over with a fucking squirt bottle up his ass in the bathroom. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Dude, eat an apple, motherfucker. Oh, my God. But, uh, you know. Yeah, it's just crazy, but it's the control of the information. And the thing, it's not just controlling the information. It's trying to discredit any counter information, which is what they've become expert in doing. That's like when you tell somebody you're vegan. Like, I've had this argument with family members. They're like, oh, but what about your, what about um, almond milk takes, uh, you know what I mean? They want to feel good about what they're, you know what I mean? Yeah, but fucking... You know, that's not what's using up all the water in California. They're using up all the California water is the animal agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It all goes back to consciousness changing, the frequency changing. Thinking for yourself. Yeah. I listen to this podcast. I'm not, I forgot her name, but it was this yogi woman who studies like frequencies and all that. And she said that 
the earth's frequency as was like a low number now it's like in the hundreds it's just like very recent this is all very recent so it yeah, only man. makes sense that the opposing forces are working so hard they to have fight to that. fucking up the ante to keep people fucking numb and dumb and then they they use that can oh that's a conspiracy theory but yeah it's easy the to first shut it people up, to man. ever use that shit was the cia used it after john kennedy's assassination they, they made up that word they made that they term made that up, up. Yeah. to discredit anybody that questioned the government government's actions the government's yeah. version of the events now here's the real deal if you if you watch a movie and i'm going to tell everybody to watch this motherfucker because a lot of what he said and proved in this documentary is going down right now which is the digital id and all the shit and fucking controlling the masses mm-hmm. there's a movie that aaron russo did who did the movie trading places with eddie murphy and this uh, movie, this documentary was called America Freedom to Fascism. Mm-hmm. So he proved uh, like who set up the Federal Reserve and the bankers and all of this corrupt shit that went on. And basically what happened was the Federal Reserve is private bankers. Everybody thinks that that shit is part of the United yeah, like federal, States government. Right. It's not. These are private bankers. And John Kennedy said, why are private bankers... John Kennedy started getting a conscience, and that's why that motherfucker got whacked. And all this shit that he was doing, but if you look what John Kennedy did, I, he, 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 he did Executive Order 1110. I, f- I forget what it was called, but it basically took the power of the printing the money away from the federal reserve and gave it back to the treasury so if you look at the bills when he was in this is all in this movie america freedom to fascism so if you look at the notes when he was president it says u.s treasury note it doesn't say u.s it doesn't say federal reserve note his father said they're gonna fucking kill you for this he was dead i think he passed that in june or july and he was dead like he got assassinated like four months later. When did he get assassinated? In November, right? Anybody? I think so. Yeah. Where, where's your fact checkers in this one? <laughs> you guys are all just sitting around. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, he was dead like they fucking whacked him. Yeah. You don't fuck with the banks, man, and you don't fuck with the pharmaceutical Yo, that's companies. What's happening right now. All these natural doctors are getting fucking whacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah November, November 63. 63. There you go. And he passed... Executive 1110 in like mm. June or something. And his father said, they're going to fucking kill you for this. Yo, and that's what's happening right now. And they're then like, they made yeah. it look like it was a whole mafia thing mm. and there was a lone gunman and all this bullshit. But that's where the term conspiracy theory. They said when they people said, oh, yeah, they're testing syphilis on the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Well, guess what, motherfucker? No, it ain't. They tested diseases on black military people. They sprayed a virus into San Francisco from a Navy ship, Operation Sea Spray. So, like, all the shit motherfuckers said, oh, yeah, that's a conspiracy theory, turns out to be fucking true some decades later. But they love to throw that term around to try to just make you look like you one of these... You know, tinfoil hat wearing motherfuckers when it's anything but. The ones who's wearing the tinfoil hats with the fucking spinning propeller is the people that watch the news and believe what this actor script reader is fucking saying. People are scared to be uncomfortable. They want to follow their daily routine, their daily job. They they don't want to feel uncomfortable. They don't want to question, what the fuck am I doing every day? Why is everything so fucked up? Yeah. Well, you know, 
it's uh listen the real solution and Prabhupada said it in a book called The Science of Self-Realization. If anybody could get that, I urge you to read it. There's a chapter called Spiritual Solutions to Material Problems. So what's the real solution? How do we bring everybody together? How do, like, when you look at everything that the whole process of Bhakti Yoga says, stop killing animals. You know, don't have illicit sex with every motherfucker you meet in the bathroom of a club and you won't have to get abortions. Mm -hmm. Like... You know, uh, don't kill animals. Don't, don't like live a, 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 a conscious, aware lifestyle. And all these other problems are going to go away. But people don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear. That's why the cheetah gurus came in. You could do whatever you want. Just pay me this money. Take these classes. Pay for this mantra. And it's no problem. Prabhupada was never like that. Prabhupada said, uh-uh, that's not the way it works. You have to practice tapasya. You have to practice austerity in this path. Everybody wants things. There's a term called sahaja in Sanskrit. It means one who takes things cheaply. That's what everybody wants. Yeah. But it doesn't work like that. The easy route. Anything that comes that easy ain't worth shit. Yeah. Real difficult things that have real value in life, yeah. it takes... It takes austerity and penance and you got to do the fucking work. It's like an Iron Man or writing a book or yeah, any of anything. this shit. Yeah. You got to invest yourself a hundred fucking percent. You're going to have challenges. You got to fucking knock down fucking walls to get your shit. Yeah. Like there's a reason, you know, even relapsing 88 to 90 and fucking being a, like that I'm still here. You know, and... Motherfuckers read the evolution of a Cro-Magnon mm -hmm. Like the papers thought that that shit was made up mm -hmm. They were like There's no motherfucking way you did all this shit and you, I said motherfucker I did shit worse than what's in that book Just couldn't put it all in there I yet. just couldn't put it in there Cause like you know <laughs> That's what's up I ain't stupid running my mouth Like these people fucking shooting people And posting it on Instagram Yeah. Hello Police You know But you know, it's, uh, you got to be aware, man. You got to be mm -hmm. conscious, uh, uh, conscious and like the first stage of that. Yeah. And I always tell people, yo, get off all that poison food. Stop getting high for a minute. Yeah. Change your vibration and everything will start coming in your life for the yeah. positive. Yeah. You're worse yeah, the, the positive yeah. mental attitude. Your worst enemy can be your mind, but if you use it for the right tool, it can be a, for positivity. Your worst enemy is, it says that in the Bhagavad Gita. For the, for the conditioned soul, the mind is his worst enemy, but for one who has uh, controlled the mind, his mind could be the best of friends. So how do you yeah. control the mind? How do you do that? You, you engage it. the mind in yeah. spiritual activities, not, re not religion, but actual spiritual. Yeah. There's a big difference. Because yeah. what people do now is just dogma they don't even know why the fuck they're yeah. doing what they're doing if somebody told them to do it i never did that yeah. i was always why yeah. who who says that yeah. okay what is science you have a formula you apply it you get a result that's what i was told so here's the formula chance 16 rounds follow the regular principles get up early meditate and here's going to be the result and that's what happened Yo, with that being said, one hour and 26 minutes. 
Thank you so much for That's coming, it. bro. Oh, you want to keep it going, man? Let's keep it going. What other questions you <laughs> Let's got? Let's keep it going, man. I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool, oh, cool, cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> Soak your suit. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, no, now we're in 26. Nah, I'm... Yo, this is so good. So, yeah, man, you got into... Yo, you're the vocalist of the Cro-Mags, one of my favorite... Definitely my favorite older hardcore band. One of my favorite bands, period. I stopped listening to hardcore for a while, but one of the bands I always listened to, even when I stopped, was the Chromags. Chromags, Bad Rains, P- Product of Waste, Colin of Arabia. Those were the few bands that oh, I yeah, would Oh, yeah, Colin stay. of Arabia is good, man. Yeah, it's my, we played one of my favorite shows. bands. Yo, you know who he looks like right here? <laughs> what? Keith from Cause for Alarm. <laughs> oh, man. No, but, man. You Swear were- to God, dude. You could be his fucking twin fucking... <laughs> He might be. He might be your dad. Oh, I don't know. Shit. I'm just fucking. Man. You wrote those uh, <laughs> hard times, survival of the streets. Uh, world, uh, we gotta know. World peace can't be done. Cause you were living that. You were living it. We gotta right? know. Malfunction. Gotta know, yep. I mean, some of them songs. Eric Casanova wrote the lyrics to survival of the streets, and I wrote the chorus to hard times. Like, stay, there was bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. So. You know, but yeah, you know, you're living this shit and you're out there, you know, doing it. But, you know, there was a lot of stupidity involved in the early Chromex too. Like, you know, that when I left the temple and rejoined the band, Mm -hmm. the band originally started in 81. And then it broke up and everybody went their separate ways and then got back together with Paris, Mackie on drums, and then... uh, Harley playing bass, and then they had Eric Casanova sang like, if you want to, whatever. He, I, I was at both the shows at CB's, and he got fired, and I had to audition against Roger from Agnostic Front and whatever that, you know. Yeah. But but but, but like, you know, there was songs "Kill the Ayatollah" and all this bullshit, and like it's just stupid lyrics too mm-hmm. so yeah. you, that didn't, you didn't have a say in the right? limit yeah. and then uh you know i just tried to inject the philosophy of what i learned as a monk and of the vedas and that's why we called the album the age of quarrel i was yeah. like yo this is the age of kali yeah, this is yeah, the yeah, age the of quarrel like fucking they got the explosion yeah, yeah. so like and i know that originally it was a bunch of insane things going down and that yeah explosion. uncle al drew that and then the fucking record company was like oh hell <laughs> no yeah it was craziness and then uh it was actually turned out for the better because like that fucking image is like went down in history so yeah. that was the manager's Chris Williamson from Rock Hotel want, said, I, like, let's put this image on there. And he found it. And I was like, all right. Yeah. You know, I was pissed. But now, in retrospect, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad for the that yeah. fucking yeah. happened. Because, like, the other thing was a little cartoonish. And, like, you know. You know, my favorite thing is that, like, the Chromags, the lyrics of the in the Age of Quarrel, it's like, um, you can see there's, like, a street mentality, but also a consciousness to it. Mm. Like... You talk about um, searching for the truth. It's just what keeps us alive. Yeah. I got to break these shackles. I got to break yeah. these chains. The only way we will is if we use our brains. Talking about the purpose of life. And you're talking about like spiritual things and metaphysical things. And But at know. the same time, like 
dealing in chaos. Yeah. Survival like, of the streets. Wake yeah. up with a you know. Gun you on my look head. at yeah, yep. like you look at the lotus, man. The lotus yeah. exists in dirty, the turbulent water, but <laughs> yeah. like the lotus yeah. ain't touched by that. That's that's what the whole process of meditation yeah. and all of that taught me was like, yo, it's real shit. It's like. You know, that's the whole thing is everybody just wants to like read shit on the internet yeah. and nobody wants to apply it. And that's yeah. even in the PMA effect, my last book, I, I said, yo, anybody could say, oh, I read that book. That don't mean shit. Knowing is not enough. Knowing is not enough. It's There's lots book. of motherfuckers that read books, right? But how many people applied what's in those books? You have to apply it every moment of your life in every situation. And that's the test is not... And that's what Prabhupada said. Yeah. We don't want armchair philosophers yeah. that could. Prabhupada said, you could, teach, you could teach a parrot to chant Hare Krishna, but then when you grab it by the neck, it goes. <laughs> <"Kah, kah, kah."> <laughs> <laughs> and the pressure's there. That's yeah, it, baby. Yeah. And the pressure is what, Yo. like my writing teacher, Robert McKee, said real, true characters yeah. only revealed under pressure. The greater yeah. the pressure, the greater the revelation of true character. Why you think they put all these special forces motherfuckers through the most insane shit yep. to see who's going to crack? It's yep. called weeding out Weed the bugs. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they do. Like, there's no quitting in this shit when, yeah. you, when you're in the middle of a fucking when you're on the path. battlefield. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't want, I'm going to go home and fucking go on uh, fucking Facebook. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. let know, me take a break. Give me a second. It, it's not yeah. like that. You know, it's yeah. like, and it's the same thing in life, you know, there's, you got to take shit serious, man. You know, it's, I have a brother who's a, dr my other younger brother's a drug addict. So like that would have been my life. I look at what he, that motherfucker, when they, when we tell people that's our younger brother, they're like, what? I thought that was your fucking older brother, man. But like that could have been me too. If I would have ate mystery yeah. meat off Muhammad's fucking schism card on the street and fucking... <laughs> You know, fucking drank and did yeah. coke and smoked and did all this shit. Mix shit. I would look the same fucking way. But, you know. You're, more, you're on a positive path. You're, I know you've I've done it a few times, but I actually started doing it because of you. I saw you did it, uh, the Chili's on Wheels. Yeah. Cooking the yeah. vegan yeah. food for them. Yep. Yeah, we well, I don't we cook it. I just go out and serve it. Mm -hmm. And then I do the interfaith community services. I've never done that one. It's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, right? he went vegan. I made him get his shit vegan because he was doing butter in some of his food. I'm like, dude, oh, just get all that yeah. shit out. You don't need to serve people that. Mm. So now everything he does is plant-based too. That's awesome. I mean, he would hit the the... The kitri, which is it's the it's a very nutritious food. Yeah. It's like rice, beans, spices, and vegetables, mm -hmm. and it was organic. And then you know he 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 would have butter in the cake that he made. I was like, bro, you can make that shit. Just make everything plant based, man. Yeah. There's nobody's gonna know the difference. Especially you know? now, they got so many. You shit could out put there. coconut oil or whatever the fuck in the cake, and yeah. So now everything he serves is plant based. Because I wouldn't serve the cake. I was like, nah, I'm not serving that, dude, because mm. it's got butter in it. Yeah. So I would serve the kitchen to people. But now everything's plant-based that he does, too. And he's out there, uh, you know, three days a week, man, yeah, for yo, the last years. Yo, 30 years. It's a great it's, thing, it's, man. It's crazy when yeah, I think man. about that. When we went to Tompkins to give out the food, you could see the people. They It's like a community. They already know they're there. It's like everyone's yeah, united, yeah. you know. It's you know, and it's it's about helping people and doing service, and you know, that's why I opened up the yoga center on St. Mark's, and 
spent my life savings for 10 years to keep it open man you know and my mom's was like yo you could have you could have you could have had a house what what which you, one is it on uh we was at 93 saint mark's i opened up i renovated the whole building and then the second floor mm. they gave us the second floor which went all the way back is it yoga for the people no okay. that guy i just got he was all fucking doing fucked up shit. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a fucking piece of shit, hitting on women and fucking all kinds of shit. No, this was, uh, it was like a Hare Krishna temple, but it was that Prabhupada is the guru. Mm-hmm. We didn't allow none of these other dudes coming in there and, you know, hustling people or nothing like that. And, uh, yeah, but, we, uh, you know, I did all the construction. I had a construction company at the time, and then I, G- I GC'd the job. Mm-hmm. So we, we rebuilt out all the halls with lath and fucking yeah. struck the light. Like, not even put sheetrock in there. We, we like some solid hand shit. built yeah. every fucking yeah. wall for them. Got somebody to do the stoop, the outside of the building, and renovated the whole floor and then kept it open for 10 years. And, you know, my mother was like, are you crazy? And then I said, just come and see what this place does for people. And she came to a Sunday feast and, like, there was like a hundred people there and yeah. like she just, after she saw what that place is doing for people and the community and how much love was in the room and everything like that. It's more valuable. She's like, yeah. now I understand. I said, that's why Prabhupada said he built a house that the whole world could live in. This is, this is like, I can own a house, a big ass house. There's a lot of rich motherfuckers that live in big ass houses yeah. that's miserable Wasting and space. lonely yeah. and fucking got no joy in it. I was like, yo, I get to come here every morning and go to meditation and then cook and help people and feed people and then see the people coming in here and getting helped by real life. the philosophy. Like, you're saving people's yeah, lives by giving them Prabhupada's yeah. books. Like, how do, you put a, how do you put a price tag on that? What's a human life worth? You know? Especially now, everything has a price tag. So yeah, that it's just bullshit. And, the, and it's fucking... The price, cha- the price tag is cheap, man. Because, like, they don't value human life. These fucking people, they could give a fuck That's less. That's the last thing, man. You know? All these people talk all this shit. You know, that they care and all this stuff. They don't give a flying fuck about you or me or anybody. That's what I keep saying, man. We're all just a fucking number to them. 100%. Fucking that's ants. That's what it is, yeah. man. We got to be, we got to take the shit back to the streets, to the fucking grassroots shit and care for each other yes. and look out for each other. You know? How'd you, get, how'd you get started with the whole Iron Man thing? What made you want to start I just needed to challenge myself and mm. uh, I, I ran some marathons mm. and then did, did other stuff and then... You know, I saw the Ironman Kona World Championship in the early 80s. My Man. uncle, who passed away recently, was uh, a big cyclist. He was from Italy, so, mm. like, he got... We used to watch the Paris-Roubaix and the fucking Tour de France on Wide World of Sports. And then he goes, yo, you got to watch this. Come over. It was uh, the Ironman in Hawaii. I was like, Wow. I'm going to fucking do that race someday. <laughs> and i always been running and swimming and, like, you know, cycling and stuff like that. So putting the three together and then, like, training for it. I never even did a triathlon 
ever, my first triathlon was an Ironman in New York. In New York. Mm-hmm. And, like, I played Philly the night before. This is hardcore, right? Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Hardcore's thing. And then drove back, no sleep, went and did an Ironman in August, 96 degrees, soaking fucking humidity, no sleep, stress fracture in my foot, and just banged it out, you know? But, yeah, and then I just kept going yeah. as a way to, like, challenge yourself. And you've done 11 now. 11 and one, uh, I did a half Ironman mm-hmm. and... Uh, bunch of olympics mm. marathons you know mm. shit like you that. said like they never go to plan like you always it's always like a challenge like yeah it's always like you know man proposes god disposes mm. you know you're always gonna think yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna perform this way, this way this I way i mean i was racing for for two years with a triple hernia like that chattanooga shit for that iron mind documentary i, I was yeah. fucking having to run holding my hernia in and shit like and like pain like a motherfucker, never taking no pain pills, none of that shit, just dealing with it. And then like, cause I didn't, I got insurance, so I had to like fix what the fuck was broke, you know? So I got that done last March, and then I was coming back, fucking kept the weight down this winter, and then, and then like, you know, trained fucking hard as fuck. And then this shit comes and I had supposed to do three Ironmans, now there's only one left on the table. And September 19th, but I think, see if that's going to happen. But if not, hey, you know, I mean, I'm out there training. I'm doing it. makes me feel good anyway, so why yeah. the fuck not? So what is your, your daily training like for this Ironman? I mean, I have a coach, Samantha Murphy. Mm-hmm. And if you look her up, she's legit. She coached people that went pro, turned pro and everything. So she's 140. The number 140 under six, underscore six girl. That's okay. my coach. So she'll put you on, you know, mm-hmm. a regimen of like, yeah. all right, you're going to fucking go and do, you know, 3,000 meters in the pool of fucking drills and mm-hmm. like, and then like ride later or, you know, okay, you have to stay. Like I work with a power meter now and uh, mm-hmm. for watts. Mm-hmm and heart rate and everything so like you have to work out in zones Mm. zone one zone two okay you know or if you have a trainer in the house that you hook your bike up to but like yeah you you go ride all right go ride uh, 85 miles and run 15 miles off the bike like you gonna fucking tell me like plant-based diets don't work Mm. (laughs) Because you're doing the most extreme physical doing exercise crazy and it's working shit. just fine. And I'm yeah. like in the gym three days a week now too, like trying to keep, you know. You've been working out in the basement, I've been saying. Yeah. That's <laughs> the best The Boricua fucking yeah, yeah. gym. You know, <laughs> just dungeon. like, uh, yeah, man, keep keeping the muscle on and shit so that mm. if this shit does happen, I'm probably going to pull a slow time. It's a tough course anyway. It's like almost 4,000 feet of elevation. It's hills on the bike. It's hills on the run. Yeah. So, like, if it happens, I'll go bang it out. And if it takes me fucking 14 hours, so fucking what? I had a great 14-hour day. What did you do today? Yeah. I finished the motherfucking Iron Man. Yeah. And got to meet all these amazing people and all this other shit. So, you know. You know, even going back to the COVID thing, like, they closed down the gyms. If they really cared about our health, they would have us fucking staying in shape and fighting our immune system, building it up. Yeah. Like they, that's... 
like they can socially distance in any in any in any fucking place listen it's all like they close down the mom and pop stores yep and so that the corporations yes. are the only ones yeah. making the like money. Walmart he made an Home extra Depot. fucking $1.8 billion. Yeah, the Amazon COVID. shit, whatever. Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. And they put all these businesses out of fucking business. Closed them down. Non-essential. Says who, motherfucker? Who determines what's essential and yeah. what ain't? We don't even have a say in it. They just you got liquor stores open. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, because people would withdraw. And then the hospitals would get over. So what does that mean? Why don't you send them to fucking rehab? Right? The hospitals ain't overrun. I, I proved it. It's all bullshit, dude. It's all fucking bullshit. The whole rhetoric, flatten the curve, you flatten the curve. They, they're just implementing it little by little by little by little by little, and the agenda is coming out. And if you think they don't have a fucking agenda, you're not paying attention. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, let's get back to normal. What's normal? Fucking eating junk food again What's and fucking normal, watching TV every day? Your normal is what... You know, if you believe what the fuck they're saying, it's like these practices of what you're doing to get food is what's causing the shit. Going back to normal. You know, what's, you, what's normal, motherfucker? That ain't normal. That's abnormal. That's like young Frankenstein, Abby normal. <laughs> you have to see that movie to get that reference. <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Uh. You never saw young Frankenstein? <laughs> he, he tells him to go get the brain, and he couldn't get the brain of the person that they wanted in a jar. So it was it was Marty Feldman and he played a hunchback and uh, Gene Wilder. Alright, here we go, here we go. One of y'all motherfuckers is up on shit. And then he grabs a, a, a fucking brain that says abnormal. And then the, he, they put it in Frankenstein and the motherfuckers like rah, bugging the fuck out. And Gene Wilder's like, who? What brain did you put? What brain did you? He goes, oh, I don't know. Abby somebody. He's like, Abby who? He's like, Abby normal. And he's like, abnormal. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. So, yeah, you know, it, it all ties in, man. You know, you have to look at shit philosophically. Yep. Like, and, uh, you know, that's what I, that's what I do. Uh, like, you know, this is the age of enlightenment. There's motherfuckers that's woke. You know, the rappers is all talking about it. Get off this poison food. Yeah. Everybody, man. And yeah. the whole shit starts with getting off that poison food. Yes. That's how they keep you locked into the game. Clouded mind. Cloud your mind, your consciousness. Oh, yeah, you could go to the fucking weed place and get your weed, but you can't go to the gym. Really? Or even that shit is like altered nowadays. They put whatever they want in it. Yeah, you think I you're smoking some I natural mean, I herbs? don't smoke anyway, but mm. I wouldn't fucking, you know. Yeah. I, I choose to remain, you know, clean and sober, man. What works for you, man. Yeah, that's what I do. You know, I don't tell anybody else what the fuck to do, but, yeah. you know, if you're also going to drink and then get behind the wheel of a car, then you're an asshole, you know? Yeah, there's just things out there that you... You, there's no but if you're smoking some weed and that's your thing to do then yeah, do it you yeah. know i don't tell nobody what the yeah. fuck to do no i'm just saying how like they alter it a lot of substances are altered nowadays you know so 100 oh, percent. yeah you know that was the whole big thing in the in the 70s mm. was that the government went down where they was getting the colombian and the panama red and mm. all that weed and they sprayed paraquat yeah to kill the crops and mm -hmm. it would still get it in so all yeah. the weed had paraquat sprayed on it which caused cancer and mind fucking 
like fucking yeah, mind yeah. disease and all kinds of shit. But that was the big thing was like, yeah. don't get the paraquat. Like, so nobody would uh, buy Colombian weed or anything yeah. like that. You know, it was like, get the Acapulco gold or whatever the fuck the weed was, wacky yeah, yeah. weed or, you know, it wasn't none of this chronic that they got <laughs> yeah, it's now. It's like thousands of strains and oh, all that like <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculously powerful. But, yeah. you know, I, I like I say, I'm on a natural high, man. I get high off training and doing yeah. whatever. So, like, that's my thing. Exactly. So... You know, that's what's up. That's why I tell people, do the research for yourself. Go down the rabbit hole. Start looking up these documentaries. Yeah. Start looking up, yeah. you know. Information's out there. You don't the have to just use it. Information's out there. You don't just have to use social media to, like, shake your ass and post selfies. Like, you could actually change your whole life. Yeah, it's just like, you know, how many pictures of your ass are you going <laughs> to post, motherfucker? Or you with a shirt off, like, yeah, ah, vegan games. Yeah, for flexing, like, yeah. The vegans are fucking... Fucking goddamn, man. Narcissistic motherfuckers, like a lot of them, too. You Just know? use it as a trend, man. That's what ruins it. That's what. Well, that's what it all is. Yeah. And that's, you know, or even saying I went plant based, you know. Hey, listen, if you don't come at it from the consciousness aspect, when I got into this shit, it was because of the animals. Then I started researching the health aspects. And then I started finding out about the planet shit. Yeah. So, but first it was like. Rastafari, Prince of Peace, we don't have a right to kill these yeah, animals. Karma. Ahimsa, practice yeah. the nonviolent diet. Like, yeah. everything pointed to that. And then I saw this movie by Frederick Weissman called Meat, yeah. which you got to, I mean, it's a documentary. And after that, I was just like, there ain't no motherfucking way I can ever go back to eating no animals, man. It's not going to happen in this lifetime, you know? And even when I was a crackhead, I would wake up after three days like, yo, let's go get some wheatgrass juice. <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers would be like, wheatgrass juice, motherfucker. You need a goddamn street jacket, a straight jacket. And like, <laughs> I was buck wild like a motherfucker, but I stayed, stayed vegan, man. Stayed plant-based. Got wheatgrass juice. I was fucking... I was only eating once every five days, but it was vegetables. <laughs> it's almost like it, like it kept you grounded. Yeah, it was the only thing that, you know, beamed me up, Scotty. That was the only shit that brought me back down mm. to earth, man. Fucking, you know, I, I was getting green juices and fucking like... Motherfuckers was like, what the fuck you eating all that shit for? Then you're going to smoke some crack fucking, and take pills and booze. I was like, you need a balance. I say, yo, it's yin and yang, motherfucker. You got to have a little of both. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But anything, any, what else, any other? Nah, I was like, yo, more than I expected. Definitely more than I expected. So, so what do you? Good. What are your? What's your advice nowadays to people like just in general, the public, man, going through all this? Like, what do you got to say? Turn off your motherfucking television sets. Turn off the TV. Turn off the news. You know what's going on out there. Yeah. Start turning the awareness inward. Yes. Right. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is touch my head to the floor. I say my my mantras. You know, then I break into the philosophy. I, I break out Srimad Bhagavatam. Om Agyanatimananda Sagana Ganashalakaya Chakshu Amitam Jaina Tazmai Shri Guru Venamaha. 
I was born in the darkness of ignorance, yes. and my spiritual teacher uh, brought in the light to destroy ignorance, you know? And then I read Bhagavatam, and then I get to work uh, writing. It's action, action, yeah. action, What time action, does this action. usually start? What time About do you wake five up? 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm up. You know, I was in Jamaica up at 4.30 in the fucking morning. Yeah. By 7, I was running 15, 10 miles in the fucking hills and then swimming. That's Two the, in the ocean. That's the prime time, good. Man. That's the path. Well, there's a time. So everything Vedic is scientific. That's what yeah. I tell people. I got in this fucking, this dude was trying to run shit. Oh, that's the cash system. I'm like, listen, you fucking jabroni. You don't yeah. know what you're talking yeah. about. Stop talking, you fucking... Psycho fucking gibberish fucking bullshit. It's not the caste system. Yeah. It's the Van Ashram Dharma. There's a big difference. So the Vedas tell you to get up two hours before the sunrise. It's called the Brahma Muhurta. It's the yeah. most peaceful time on the planet. Peaceful time for meditation. Everything. And you can see it. When you're out and it's before the sunrise, yeah, always. like it's so 100%. peaceful and calm, and then all of a sudden the fucking traffic starts flying yes. down First 100%. Avenue, and like people are yelling, honking horns. The mode of passion takes over. So you go from the mode of goodness to the mode of passion, and then the mode of ignorance is at night. People getting fucked up, yeah. eating fucking knockwurst. Fucking like you know deteriorating. Just the quality of life and and, yeah. and that shit. There's a famous saying: nothing good happens after midnight, and that's the fucking witching hour. I'm I'm in bed yeah. usually by fucking ten o'clock, ten thirty, whatever, and getting up, grinding, staying, keeping my mind fixed, keeping my body engaged, fucking everything, man. You know, like writing, working out. You can't fuck around, man. Yeah. It's life or death out yeah. there. And I've seen it's so old. many motherfuckers dropping dead now, even during this COVID shit, because all these people that had all these pre-existing conditions and people that I tried to help for years and wouldn't fucking listen, and they had diabetes and heart disease, they were obese. There's this whole study that just came out. Like, your increase of death from COVID goes to 34% just for having a BMI over a certain amount. In other words, if you're if yeah. you're overweight and obese, mm -hmm. that shit's going to attack you. Yes. Yeah. You know, so like there is no vaccine. So you can't even argue vaccine, the safety of vac There ain't no fucking vaccine. So what do you do in the meantime? Fucking live a shit show? Just do whatever the fuck you want? Like you strengthen your immune system. How do you do that? Reduce cortisol, you exercise, you fucking, you eat right, you meditate. Mm, sunlight. You, mm. Sunlight, vitamin D. Look what they was telling everybody to do. Stay inside! <laughs> Stay inside! Fuck you! I'm going outside. I'm going to go ride my bike without a motherfucking mask. Stay away from all the fucking jabronis on the street. And I'm not doing anything that you're telling me to 100%, do yeah. 100%. <laughs> that's how and and that's how i'm i'm living my shit yeah. i'm not staying inside i'm getting the vitamin d yeah. i'm not wearing a mask when i could be breathing in fresh fucking yeah. oxygen which your body needs your lungs are trying to kick out the in, in the carbon in the carbon, the carbon dioxide, dioxide yeah. product kicking waste, out yeah. the waste yeah. and you're gonna rebreathe it what the fuck is this yeah and living in fear, like, yeah, 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 that's a whole soup of, like, fucking shit, man.
Everything they were telling you, man. Fucking do all this, do all that. Don't go out. Like, of course, it increases the stress hormone, cortisol. And cortisol reduces the function of your immune system. It's a proven science. That's why I wasn't watching the news. They're like, did you hear what? I'm like, no. nope. It's mind Couldn't poison. give a fuck less. No, even yep. before COVID. Couldn't give a fuck less with Bill fucking Gates or Fauci or any of them, Donald Trump or any of these motherfuckers, yeah. what they got to say. I could give a fuck less. Yo, even before COVID, like you listen to the news, death, dying, fires, like bombings. Like it's all negative fear. Dude, Subconsciously, it's, it's ruining fucking, you. They're breaking your ass down. Yeah. Like fucking breaking you down every fucking day, every man. Day. That's you go and try to You go and try to tell somebody... And Change like, the vibration. That's what it's all about. Let's talk philosophy. Let's talk fucking. Let's talk shit fucking that matters. deep shit. Yes. You know. Let's let's fucking make food and go out and feed the homeless or like, or do something positive with your life. Exercise. Sign up for a race. Do whatever. Work on a project. Do a new book. Do keep your mind engaged in positive shit. Instead That's of, what it's all about. Yeah. But they don't want they that. Want they want here. you fucking being negative and attacking yeah. the next person. Because we're easy to control. Wasting, divide and conquer, man. They don't, they don't want to see of course. That's why I fucking look at what Bob Marley was saying. What was he say? They don't want us to unite. Mm-hmm. All they want us to do is Fine. keep on killing one another. Top ranking, top ranking. Are you skanking? Look at the consciousness that motherfucker was kicking out, dude. Fucking years later, it's still right there. The Babylon system. Babylon system is the vampire sucking the blood of the children day by day. Look at that shit, what he was saying, man. It's everything, dude. The brainwashing from early ages of all this shit, dude. Just turn it all off. Disconnect from all of that shit, man. The minute I fucking start seeing motherfuckers posting negative shit, I'm like, whoosh. Hmm. Come on my page and talk shit. Whoosh. Block, motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. You really got that PMA. Motherfucker, I'm able to, I'm able to multitask. I will tell your ass off yeah. and go turn around two seconds later and start meditating. How do you like that? It goes back to the balance. Yeah. Fucking yeah. But I'm not going to let no bullshit slide either. If yeah. you're going to come on and talk unsubstantiated bullshit, then I'm going to fucking put your ass in check. That's what I do. That's the streets. You ain't taking that shit out of me this lifetime. But I think that certain vernacular is what people like it, man. Yeah. You know, It's almost necessary in this society. You man. had to Fuck be like shit. that, man. You know? it's uh, You can't let shit slide, man. You can't let shit slide and you can't let people get away with shit and turn and turn a blind eye to the bullshit that's going on. Especially you got to call now. motherfuckers out on the bullshit that they're doing. Yeah. What the fuck are you advertising $2 billion a year, McDonald's, and your ads are focused at kids? Mommy, mommy, get me that. I want that toy from McDonald's. And then like... And then they have the audacity to run Ronald McDonald House after they give kids cancer. We're going to fucking let you die in our house. Gee fucking golly yeah, whiz. Thank joke. you so much, it's Ronald McDonald. It's a fucking McDonald. sick joke. This is what's going on. People need to wake the fuck up. And the, and the ones that's... Every generation is getting more woke and woke and woke. Yeah. You know? 
And at the same time, there's people like you guys, but then there's sheep that's out there just fucking like, you know, believing everything. Yes. You know, even this whole shit that went down with these riots and all that shit, you had a whole percentage of motherfuckers in them in in their marches that was like, yeah, all right, we're doing the right thing. But then yeah. the provocateurs who yeah, were yeah. hired to go out there and putting bricks on the street yeah. and handing out guns and telling motherfuckers to burn shit down and everything else. So it lost the message of yeah. what the fuck really was supposed to happen. The there is unity, a lot yeah. of fucking injustice that happens to people of color in this country. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to support a movement Black Lives Matters or whatever. I, I've been fucking saying that shit and proving it and living it for fucking four decades. I don't need to go support some questionable organization of where their fucking money's coming from and where's it going to and shit like that. I support motherfuckers by taking action. Mm-hmm. I say Black Lives Matters because I go out and feed black people and help people and give people money and to, to better themselves and give education and shit like that. You know? That's real proven Black Lives Matters. Why ain't Black Lives Matters organization going into the hoods around the fucking around the United States and protesting against the gun violence that's going on right now? They're silent about that shit. Chicago, all these murders are up 38%. Yep. Go march in there. Now the cops are telling you, listen, in Minneapolis, if the fucking the whole big thing just came out, let them take your shit. Fuck that. Nah, what? they ain't taking my shit. <laughs> The criminals are overrunning shit. Mm-hmm. But it's all, everything, that's what Maya means. That which is not. Yep. The illusion is being perpetrated upon people. The media is manipulating people. Everybody wants to get along. Everybody yes. in the right sense of the mind. Yeah. We want unity amongst people. Only a very few fucking percentage of people are actually racist scumbags that hate on another motherfucker because of what particular body their soul may have entered into. That's some ignorant shit. Yeah. And that's Prabhupada's philosophy. The the philosophy of the Vedas can do away with all of that shit. What's the solution? What's the solution to all of that? That's what you got to look for. Okay, here we are. We're at the junction. What do we do now? Nobody has the answers. It ain't just about going and burning shit down and saying this and that because I got news for you. The minute a motherfucker gets robbed or stabbed up or whatever the fuck, guess who they calling? 911. Yeah, it's true. So don't act like, you know, you want to abolish the police. Even in Vedic society... Although they held up the proper standard of what a chutria, warrior class of people was, mm. it ain't the motherfucker that kneeled on uh, uh, on George Floyd on George Floyd's fucking neck. That's a piece of shit. But there's a standard of the chutria, the warrior class of men in society that were there to protect the innocent. You have to have that. That's part of the Von Ashram Dharma. That's what I was trying to explain to this dude today. Who's like, abolish the police. I was like, all right, let me come there. I'm going to beat the shit out of you with a baseball bat. Rob your whole house. Beat your fucking mother down. What are you going to do? Might makes right, according to your philosophy. Might makes right. Look what happened in that little experiment they did in Seattle. That shit went south quick. 
Kshatriyas are a necessary part of society. It's part of the Varna Ashram system. You have to have the warrior class. Bhagavad Gita was spoken for that particular reason. It was in a war. It was the middle of a war, and it yeah. was the Pandavas against the Yadu dynasty. And the Yadu dynasty were doing fucked up shit. And Arjuna and Krishna were part of the Pandavas, and they're like, Chatriyas, we warriors, we have to stop this. And he didn't want to fight because he was related to some of the Yadu dynasty people. So, like, that's the whole breakdown of the Bhagavad Gita. But the yeah. warrior class, the job of a warrior is to fight and fight to protect the innocent. You can't remove that from society the way shit is now. But they need to do a whole big house cleaning on some of these cops that's out there. But the cops and the military have to be there. It's... it's you can't get around it, man. That's the way the material world yeah, is. I, I agree. And I got friends that are cops that walked in front of bullets to protect people. I got friends that ran in burning buildings to pour, pull black children out of fucking burning buildings. So don't tell me all cops are bastards because that's a bunch of bullshit. And you're a fucking... If you say that shit to me, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. You're saying every... When 48% of the cops in New York City are all fucking minorities, how are all cops bastards? Like, that just does not make sense. Mm-hmm. You know? And to whitewash for the rotten apples and the other cops need to start speaking up against these motherfuckers and getting them out. The blue wall of silence needs to come down. But, you know, you can't say all cops are bastards and fucking all of this bullshit. And if you're going to live that, and that's what I tell motherfuckers, you ain't ready for that. You ain't ready for what I, you ain't never going to survive what I survived on the streets of New York. And get ready, because this, this mayor's in here for another two years, and, and you're seeing my friends that are cops and homicide detectives and all this shit are telling me the real shit of what's going on, that the press ain't reporting. Shit's about to get fucking buck wild, man. People better knuckle up and guard their fucking grill. But I tell these people, you talk all that shit, motherfucker, you ain't cut out. You are not cut out to be on the streets when the shit hits the fan. You ain't going to survive. You're going to be a fucking victim calling 911 for help. It's true. You know, that's why, you know, back in the day, like I said, you were very respectful to everybody. But now... It don't even matter. You get these you kids just running the around with automatic motherfucking weapons yep. just having shootouts in, in broad daylight and killing fucking kids and fucking... It's crazy shit. Nobody's valuing life. And it's because their life has been taught to them that it don't matter. Their life don't matter. You want to say black lives don't matter. Black lives don't matter to a lot of black people because they've been taught that they don't matter. So that's the way I try to direct that philosophy. Yeah, you matter. And so does the other person that you're about to kill. Mm-hmm. So let's stop all of that shit. Put the motherfucking guns down. It's all low vibration. Pick up some books on philosophy. I just did a documentary, Dirty to Life, with dudes yeah. that did over 20 years yeah, in the that. worst prisons yep. in, in California. Yeah. And I'm still in touch with these guys. And none of them have violated... They're fucking parole. Mm. And these, these are real hardcore motherfuckers. They're, these ain't these little kids, poser motherfuckers mm. that's out on the streets 
You know, with yeah. their pants fucking around their ankles and shit running around. These are real motherfuckers that did time in Pelican Bay and fucking Chino and fucking the shoe and San Quentin and during the riots and like these are real motherfuckers, bro. And we went in there and with love and compassion changed their whole fucking shit. When this documentary really? series comes out, people's gonna fucking bug. You know what it is too? People are always saying that they want unity, but then as soon as it's time to call anyone you can or a group of people bastards, let's do it. You know what I mean? Then then they're saying, oh, we want unity. They want us to be separated. We've got to be united. But united means united with everyone, with people. We're all people. Like you said, it's the spirit soul. It's not black. Yeah. It's not white. It's not cop. It's not doctor. It's like we're all supposed to be people. So you, you, point a, you, you give the finger to a large group of people. Your mentality starts doing that even just not with cops but with other things, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. Oh, they're dressed differently than me. Fuck those people. Oh, they work here. Fuck those people. Oh, they have this that I don't. Fuck those people. Ah, now it's like, what happened to the unity? That's this is the They're reason. Creating that, walls by yes. doing all that shit. Yeah. That's, that's why you know people just talk. You know, I, you know, back in the streets we used to call them flappers. <laughs> they just their gums are flapping. They just mm. gotta talk. They, you know, they 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 say what is right, but they don't act upon it. So that's that's the whole thing. You know, if you're gonna you, like. That's what we always used to say. You gotta, you gotta walk the walk. Don't just talk the talk. And if you ain't walking the walk, then shut the fuck up. Keep walking. Don't fucking sit here and try to act like, you know. And you, 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 you know. I, I listen, man. I've been around long enough to fucking see what the fuck is going on. I don't accept shit blindly, you know. Just because somebody says something on the internet or whatever the fuck. It's, you know, you got to do the research yourself, you know, and and see what the fuck is going on. Put the pieces together and go down a rabbit hole. Do some goddamn research. Stop listening to these morons telling you this is how you're supposed to live. That ain't no way to live. You're supposed to live according to Guru, Sadhu, and Sastra. What does the spiritual teacher say? What do the wise men and women say? What are the what is the sastra? What does the Vedas tell you to do? That's how you're supposed to act accordingly. And every fucking thing that they tell you to do, Guru Sadhu Shastra is is in direct defiance of the way this society is telling you how to act and what to do. So that tells you right there. I'm not listening to these motherfuckers out here. No. This is my source of information over here and you know i just tell people yo read the books practice it get up meditate eat good work out your whole life i get hundreds of fucking letters and emails and whatever the fuck every single week on social media from motherfuckers that are like yo my whole life changed man you know fucking this that the other thing and it's it, it, the the process is there for anybody that wants to take advantage of it, but if you want to suffer and you want to be, have beef and you want to argue for the sake of arguing, go ahead and fucking do it. Just step lively, motherfucker. Go over there. Don't don't do it in my space. You know. Yeah, it's that low vibration. And- yeah, it's low vibrational shit, dude. But that's what's coming out of them because you know, like I would tell the Christians, yo. 
look at the shit you're eating and, and all of this shit. And it's like, it's not what goes in it, man. It's what comes out. I said, what goes in you affects what comes out. Tell me you're not going to drink a fifth of fucking vodka and be a different person. Mm-hmm. You think that meat's not affecting you? You're fucking highly mistaken. The true yep. spirit comes out. Yeah, yeah that's man. why they call it spirits. Like fucking dude. Wines and spirits. Why the fuck you think it's called that? Mm-hmm. It's the mode of ignorance, man. You have to at least come to the mode of goodness in life, you know, with every aspect of how you live in your life to have any kind of chance of yeah. bettering the planet. Let's let's eat in the mode of goodness. Let's think in the mode of goodness. Let's live in the mode of goodness as opposed to passion and ignorance. And then the next level is when you're in... It, it, it's... it's, it's uh, it's called Satyagun, the mode mm. of goodness, mm. right? Rajagun and Tamagun is the mode of ignorance. Let's come to the mode of goodness and then you transcend the modes of material nature completely and you, you take to the spiritual process, which is even beyond that. So like, I'm, like what I was taught and, and how I lived that two years as a monk and everything that mm. I practiced and lived and... I was like, yo, nobody could ever, ever try to convince me otherwise. And now you just see what's going on in the world. You have the fucking, the fucking mode of darkness, motherfuckers, and the mode of ignorance. And then you have the mode of goodness, people, that's changing the vibrations that's existing on the fucking planet. Yo, even going back to that podcast, that woman, I don't remember the name, she said how... Even if one percent of the world is being conscious and awaking, it's 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 waking up the other ninety nine percent. They're feeling something. They're feeling some type of tingle going on. Yeah. You know, what I mean? you can't. Well, first it's like that. an hysterical motherfucker. When somebody's hysterical, you've seen it in the movie. Snap out of it! And they're yeah. smacking the shit out of them. Yeah. That's almost what it's like to hear knowledge that is completely counterintuitive to like what the fuck you've been taught your whole life your whole life it's like a smack to the fucking face like what what do you mean it's uncomfortable yeah but people have to be made uncomfortable you can't just let continue on what's what's going on it takes a certain level of like alienation from your regular group sometimes like you have to be the black sheep in order to you have to be an individual to get individuality man and we didn't give a fuck that's what it was and then like not just for the punk rock, but yeah. the punk rock fucking warrior philosophy, fucking like, you know, FVK, man, fearless vampire fucking killers. <laughs> we didn't give a fuck, man. That's what they are, man. Vampires. That's straight what up. they are. They're straight just the fuck sucking up. the life out of fucking everybody, man. Through everything. Through every little Through everything thing. Everything they do is against us. It's a war every day. us wanting yeah. to live peaceful existences. You know? And that's the shame of it is like they have the planet hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. You know? And bamboozled. You know? You're not, yeah, you're not wrong. But yeah, yo. man, it's truth. That's it. Dropping yeah. truth bombs, man. That's what these conversations do, man. They're the light of this world. Like, yo, dropping science, dropping 20s, knowledge. Bro, when I was 18, we would sit around with the bad brains... <laughs> And talk philosophy, and then That's HR would turn around and fucking <laughs> write fucking revolutionary fucking songs, destroy Babylon and fucking and the Joshua song and FVK and fucking all this. That came out of and, and where do you think the Chromag shit came out of? That was from us sitting around talking philosophy. Um. 
malfunction just can't get through to you. Like, there's going to be those people that no matter what the fuck you say, they're not going to. Yeah, it's you know, just how it is. It's just how it is. You know, but more and more people are waking up. I, I try to, you know, keep the glass yeah. half full. Yeah. Like I said, it's the age of enlightenment right now. And from what I've seen go down in the last 40 years, yeah. we're making strides, man. You know, we just got to keep pushing, you yeah. know, because they're pushing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're pushing their agenda. Yes, 100%. And their agenda is darkness and people suffering and war and fucking murder and all of the shit that they're doing. Yep. And if you just extract yourself from that and just say, hey, man, I'm going to fucking be over here. Let yeah. me go check this way and see and do the work on myself. And then you're going to see, like, we're just a microcosm of, like, the change that could exist for the whole planet. You know, the law of attraction, whatever you choose to manifest That's is what it. it's going to go to. Yep. So, like, you know. Dropping knowledge, dropping knowledge. That's what it's about. Yeah. So, yo. Cool cat right there. Yep. He's seen every guest. <laughs> yo, man, thank you so much for coming out. Hey, really man, thank you. Really it's been, a, it's been a pleasure, dude. Yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah well, that's, so you know, this is what this these is what kids need about, to hear, man. man, because, like, yo, straight up. Knowledge reigns supreme. It, 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 knowledge reigns supreme. Over nearly everyone. That's right. And yep. you know where KRS, do you know the story of how he got his name? No, I'm gonna I don't. I'm going to leave you with this last thing. Y'all like KRS-One? Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let me For tell sure. you how he got his fucking name right, because let's... you could look this up on YouTube. Boom when back. I was living in the temple, we used to go and feed the people at Tompkins Square Park. And then whatever was left over, yeah. we would take to the shelter on 3rd Street. Okay. So KRS-One lived in that shelter on 3rd Street, and he was underage, but he used to get the Krishna food and then read Prabhupada's books, and they started calling him Hare Krishna Chris. (laughs) So that's why he took KRS-1. Krishna is spelled K-R-S-N-A. Look it up on YouTube. He's like, I got the Hare Krishna books, and I was, you know, they was calling me Hare Krishna Chris. And he changed his name to KRS-One. Mm, wow. But that came from Krishna. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's People crazy, don't man. even know that. That's on YouTube. You can look that yeah. up. How did KRS-One get his name? And he read Prabhupada's books, the Bhagavad Gita, everything. Mm. I'm, I am used to go fucking see him and meet him and everything, man. KRS-One is like... But who wants to hear that shit? Now you just want to hear <laughs> fucking what the fuck no. are you saying, motherfucker, with yeah, that mumble what? rap fucking bullshit? Like it's, it's not even music. It's not even like no, there's no there's no life in that. I was man. there in the original hip hop man, seeing all that <laughs> oh, shit. I could only if imagine. You saw Rubble Kings, the movie Rubble Kings. You didn't see that by Shan fucking about how the whole hip hop started in the South nah, Bronx. I gotta, I gotta Yo, it. big ups to Shan. Check that movie. Rubble Kings, R-U-B-B-L-E, how it came out of the South Bronx and all the chaos and destruction, how hip-hop was born out of that. Yeah. And KRS-One having the battles with MC Shan, the bridge is over, the bridge is over, and MC Shan, Queen, Queen. you know that famous battle between MC Shan and KRS-One? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, Yeah, but like KRS-One was knowledge, man, vegetarian, the whole fucking nine yards, and that came because... When he was in that shelter, he was reading Prabhupada's books and eating vegetarian food. Yep. 
So. Well, there we have On it, yo. Note, there you yo. go. Look it up. John Joseph. <laughs> the, the, the knowledge is there. Knowledge reigns supreme. Yep. Peace. Yeah.